Hello everybody! Welcome to episode 271 of the Sad and Studs podcast. I'm Kurt, joined in living color this week by my co-hosts Peter and Jake. That's right, Kurt. And this week we're coming at you with a very special edition of the podcast. This week we are here to raise awareness for low spice tolerance. That's right. If you're if you're getting throat itchies from black pepper, if maybe a tomato is too much for you, we're aware and we're we're raising money, charity, <laughs> to get you some pepper therapy. Hi, I my name is Jake. I am I am one of these individuals that suffers from low low spice tolerance and it's a struggle. We use salt in my household and that's it. And it's a struggle because when people bring paprika out, I cry. <laughs> it's uh it's a condition colloquially known as baby mouth. Um <laughs> These people typically tend to eat only, you know, meats and cheeses as to not be, be uh, violently molested by the Spice God. <laughs> I, my, parents, my parents served me only bologna and cheese on white bread with yogurt. And that's all they gave me as a kid. Nothing else. Maybe every now and then we would go crazy and have some Polish sweet sausage. And, uh, you know, after that it was uh, nothing nothing else. Just locked in a room, fed nothing but water and saltines until he was ready to hatch. <laughs> Man, I can do that saltine challenge in my sleep. He's a veal boy. <laughs> He's a veal boy come to life. He's like all the level one Tauros is chained down. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll work my my way up to some Wagyu milk tank steaks <laughs> who have reached the oh, end God. of their dairy cycles and and made into some nice ribeyes with some beautiful marbling. A nice marble <laughs> character to the meat. I still maintain that Pokemon sommeliers can tell the taste of a Toro steak the by spread. the IVs. Or tell the IVs by how it tastes. Mm, yes. <laughs> Uh, 31 attack. <laughs> Only six speed IVs. That's not good. <laughs> no wonder he couldn't get away. <laughs> oh, but yes, we are here live in Technicolor. This is this podcast is filmed in front of a live Pete and Kurt and Jake. And, uh, it's in front of a, a live great. studio wall. Live <laughs> studio wall. When we're, we went to the theater for the first time in a year or I um, did not miss it. <laughs> Boy, you you get used to not having distractions and being able to pause and fast forward through credits. That you know what the uh, the, the the movie theater propaganda it's not it's not working yet. <laughs> I mean, the machine is running though. Like they they really tried to guilt you with these trailers. See it the way it was made to be yeah. seen yeah. on the big screen. They like did on their you know giant. 20 foot screen or whatever the fuck it is they put a 55 inch like block in the middle it's like do you want to watch the movie on a screen this big and I'm thinking well I won't be sitting this far away from it so it will envelop about the same portion of my peripheral vision guys if you don't go to the theaters to watch this movie Ryan Reynolds won't be able to, to be he the hero he won't be a free guy he'll be a, a slightly less free guy 
<laughs> the secret to renting, you have to pay into it. Oh, dude, that would, that's the fucking scheme there, is you have different endings yeah, on the yeah. home streaming release oh. and the theatrical release. So to get the real ending, you have to go see it in theaters. Modular movie, the theater version versus the at-home version. The at-home version, they're just going to call you a pussy and say, Go to the movies! <laughs> Finish the movie at I the paid theater. $20 to see this movie. I don't care. <laughs> Not our problem. Give us money. Money me now. Jeffrey Bezos gave us money. Money me now. <laughs> money me now. Um, but the que- I guess the question that leads to is, would it have made Black Widow any better? Watching it at home? Yeah. I mean, at least we'd be able to shit on it a little more openly. <laughs> yeah, I would have I would have been able to hear the movie better over the uh, lack of uh, you know chirps and uh, flashes of light from people's cell phones all around. Cell me. phone etiquette has uh, deteriorated. There was, a, <clears throat> yeah. there was a gentleman sitting next to me at the table, like two mm-hmm. calls in the middle of the movie. <laughs> he also had a very uh, he had a very active bladder. <laughs> Prophecy yeah. was yeah. Uh, acting up, and he was running to the bathroom. <laughs> Six times he was a, he was not a small guy. <laughs> he would he get up, block not. the movie for five seconds in front of the people behind him, and um, if you're listening to this, sir, get get something checked out. You might want to get the doctor to to finger you a little bit. There's pills. There's suppositories. You also might want to get a prosthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I was about to bend him over in the theater and just be like, let's see if that's inflamed. <laughs> I feel a lump. Maybe you want to see an oncologist. (laughs) Oh, nope, that's turd. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, yeah, that was a little squish, my bad. (laughs) Didn't mean to alarm you, sir. The best thing is the discharge and the the fluid. It wouldn't wouldn't even be any worse for the the boys cleaning up. They're like, yep, Uh, yeah, that's a a Friday. You're probably the first person to ever say the words, the best thing would be the discharge. (laughs) In that order. <laughs> I don't know. There's probably some gynecologist who is like, well, the best thing is the discharge looks normal. <laughs> I mean, that's some bad news if that's like what they're breaking to you. Well, your discharge looks normal. Unfortunately, everything else. <laughs> looks like Arby's. <laughs> Riddle. Jesus. <laughs> you don't got the cheese, your though. Your cervix <laughs> looks like Wagyu milk tanks. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful is... marbling to the surface. Doc, I don't and know what that means. Wrapped a bone in this. Let's talk about Jesus. some trailers. People at home are just cringing. Everyone, every, I, I'm, I'm sure hey, there are listeners. In your podcast. I'm sure there are listeners to the show who just automatically skip the first ten minutes. And Francis, I'm sorry about this riff. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Um. Yeah, so we got some trailers to talk about. Uh, not a ton of them, and uh, fewer still that look any good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think we got to start with Adam's Family 2, the second one. They made another Adam's Family movie. And they got Snoop Dogg to play Cousin It. it That's was, the main takeaway from this trailer. Wasn't it, wasn't it in the first one? I, I guess, but now because sure, when he pulled in on his fucking pimp mobile, they had the snoop in the background. Yeah, they played the fucking Snoop Dogg theme. I <laughs> <laughs> if I had his kind of money, I would hire like dudes with boom boxes to walk around me at all the time playing that on a loop. 
I would, I would do the Mike Tyson thing and just commission like a Hanna Barbera cartoon about my life and times yeah. as a mystery solving rapper. <laughs> I feel I, I don't know. Did Mike Tyson commission Mike Tyson's mysteries? I feel like they found him and he was like, "Sure, I'll do it. I'll do it." It was it was a mutual affair. Um, I fucking love that show. Yeah. <laughs> so great. I wish Norm Macdonald as a pigeon could show up in this one too. That would certainly make it a little more watchable. Did the first one do good enough to like warrant a second one? Obviously. Well, the bar for that's pretty low because we have Escape Room Tournament of Champions coming out. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> true. Where they just played the entire movie and in the trailer. That was the other thing. We didn't have to watch all the trailers on YouTube now. <laughs> well, we got to see them in the theater. It's all the ones and we've already us, seen. Yeah. All the ones we've already talked about on Trailer Watch. We had yeah. old... We had Escape Room Tournament of Champions. What was Black Widow rated? Because there were a lot of like horror movies. I do not know in the uh, trailers, and usually they don't show those unless it's like PG thirteen or higher. Definitely PG thirteen, I think, because they said shit a lot. Yes. Even if it was like in Russian, (laughs) it was still shit. They still put shit up there. It's like Disney doesn't market towards Russians. Yeah. Maybe this is what this movie was for. <laughs> Maybe they were just testing the waters to see if they have a big Russian audience and see if it would blow up in the Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> we sent it in a time capsule back to 1991 when there was still a Soviet Union. Yeah. New, new from Hasbro, the Red Guardian with the detachable head. Bolt string and the revealed bed drop. <laughs> Um, yes, the Adams Family, the first one, made $204 million at the box office wow. of a $24 million budget. Oh my god. Right. <laughs> and I'm sure they, they shit out some toys, too. I am shocked that that movie was only $24 million to make. Like, fucking... For animation an animated movie, yeah. Well, it was only 86 minutes sort of long, oh, which okay. makes a little bit of sense. But oh, I thought you... It wasn't even 90 minutes? Isn't that, like, the minimum for a theatrical release? Probably. Yeah. Does that count credits, maybe? I guess so. Wow. That, that is wild that they were just like, yep, we're doing this fucking bare, bare minimum. Maybe maybe how they get around that these days is, the, you know, the 55 minutes of fucking trailers they stick in front oh, of them. Oh, God, yeah. The tr- if, it's, if, it, if you get in the movie at 8.50, uh, what time will you start the actual movie? So typically... 9.30. When... <laughs> My experience has been, I, I thought I had this cracked, but Cinemark apparently operates by its own set of rules and regulations. Um, never. When you, when the, the time on your ticket is when the trailers start. So my, my technique was to go 20 minutes after that time to the theater. So I'd walk in, grab my seat, and then boom, Watch movie. The movie. <laughs> trailers, our, our Black Widow showing was eight. 50. Trailers started at 8.54. Started at 8.54. You just want yeah. to make sure you're in your seat. They had ads playing like crazy. Like old M&M ads from a Super Bowl in 2009. <laughs> you know, they had uh, Coca-Cola tr- like commercials that barely had any Coca-Cola. When did commercials start doing minimalism? Um, Where they're like, we're going to show a happy family and then just... the. The, the edge of a Coca-Cola. I will trace back all modern commercial trends to that fucking Apple commercial for the Mac, where the lady throws the, the 1984 one. Yeah, yeah. Like 
Now it's now it's the commercial cinema. I feel like we stole that. Ridley Scott directed that trailer. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Looked like a movie. Or not trailer. Uh, commercial. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a trailer for the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> the Mac Two. There's a trailer for the commercial. <laughs> Just a bit of the. Yeah. I think they've had that for like Super Bowl stuff, well, right? We've seen teasers yes, for there, the trailers. There have been teasers for the commercials for the Super Bowl. Like I remember, fucking was it Boost Mobile or whatever brought back the 1985 Bears to do the Boost Mobile Shuffle. Mm. Um, and like for months ahead of the Super Bowl, there would just be like little 20 second ad spots on TV, like Jim McMahon's ready, he's standing in front of a fan or whatever. That's so weird. It, yeah, it was weird, and the payoff was not it was worth it. <laughs> it the was commercial cinematic universe. It was pretty, <laughs> pretty underwhelming, as even by Super Bowl commercial standards. Speaking of underwhelming, uh, Chance the Rapper's career uh, in his in his new he's coming out with a new special, old special. Fi- they finished going through post production. Um, Ch- Chance the Rapper's Magnificent Coloring World. Um, is this just every fucking concert movie? Like the Katy Perry yeah. one and the, the Justin yeah, Bieber Steve one? Yeah. But this was, Kurt, this was a secret concert for all his bestest fans. I see. And now it's only just getting released after the big day, his debut album bombed hard. <laughs> It I'm drove really, him out of relevance. I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't go with the title "Take a Chance on Me," because because Alba would have been all over his ass yeah. with the lawsuit. So, Kurt, you remember when you were watching um, the Needle Drop talk about the terrible lyrics? I can remember two days ago. Yes, yeah. <laughs> a good half of remember a good half of those were from Chance's album. Yeah, That's I've never like, I've never been the... a big fan of Chance the Rapper. Uh, my my buddy Nick, at least of his early work was a huge fan of his stuff and he tried to like get me to to appreciate his his lyricism and i'm like i i just the rhyme scheme isn't good nick i don't know what to tell you well a lot of a lot of a lot of there was a lot of hype before he came out with an album when he was hmm. just doing like mixes i thought he had LPs. albums before or maybe they were all lps and singles and whatnot yeah. but then he came out with the big day and um it was not not great, um, and if you look at if you go on the trailer for this show, you'll see that the dislike ratio is double the like ratio. Or... Oh, thank God for the AMC splash screen, so we don't get copyright <laughs> striked. Is his name is his name Chance the rapper the rapper or they, he is was it literally just... in a Kit Kat commercial where he made that joke? He's Parappa. He's Parappa's uh, mentor. Oh. Rap of the rap. Mm-hmm. Um, to say, I mean, yes, it is. It is that way. Although it is not exactly driving, uh, inspiring engagement numbers as it is of eleven thousand seven hundred and sixty views. There are one hundred and fifteen likes to two hundred and seventy dislikes. Yes. <laughs> Michael Brasso says, wow, I can't wait to not see this. Will says, I remember being excited for Chance 3. I can't even fathom being excited for his new songs. Scrub the Nub, who edited his comments seven hours ago. Um, Should have dropped this in 2016. Chance the Rapper's hype has cooled down immensely in the past five years. Edit thought this was a doc or something. 
not. It's, it's just a concert. It is just a concert of his show. And that sucks. That yeah. sounds like a bad movie. Well, I've never, I've never watched a concert movie because I, I guess it can be said that I have standards. Um, but I don't think they're ever like. What? Actually, that's not true. I have watched a concert movie at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They had a U, a full like U two concert in three D, which was neat, except for the fact that it's a U two concert and a lot of their catalog sounds very much the same. So by like forty five minutes, you're like, yeah, can can we can we wrap it up, please? <laughs> Yeah, is yeah. Bo Burnham's stuff considered watching a, a concert or is it it's a comedy a show? Is it? There's a lot of music in there. He's, he's a, mixed, he's he's a, a mixed musical music. comedian. Yeah. Uh, all right. All my right. my girlfriend loved fucking Inside or whatever. Inside I have not seen it yet. is rough. Because it makes you think and feel. You laugh, you cry. You, you laugh, cry. you cry. You're like, that's true, but sad. Yikes. It touches on all the emotions. The that's the Bo Burnham way. Yeah. Um. What else do we have here? No Man of God. It's another Ted Bundy movie. <laughs> Copyright ran out on Ted Bundy. Now <laughs> he's public domain. Everybody's putting out the Ted Bundy. Who was uh? What was it Zach Efron? Is that what the one? Yes. The other one was. <laughs> Peter and I had the exact same okay. conversation. Yeah, I forgot what the name of that. We were still in bed. <laughs> I am surprised Zach I woke up. I had no uh, alarms, no nothing. This is not Zach Efron. This is this is more so about the uh, the uh, FBI agent, mm-hmm. kind of doing a Silence of the Lambs type deal, except not at all like Silence oh. of the Lambs. He had pathological. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had pathological liar question mark and circled in red. What a solid detective. <laughs> Elijah Wood is the uh, FBI agent, so he's going to go on another uh, unexpected journey <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was say, into all the, the mind of Ted Bundy. Making Hobbit jokes, they had to put they had to put stilts on him just so he could look the look the right size. He still looks like Frodo. Jesus, I mean, he is not aged at all. No, he's going to be. Do you think Keanu he gets Reeves. a lot of pussy for having been Frodo? Hell yeah, dude! There's got to be. There's bound to be enough chicks in this world. Who's got that Hobbit kink that I've heard heard about? They, I've just heard. They want to get into his Hobbit hole. Yeah, they want to. They want to really into that Shire. Second breakfast. Yeah, but what Wait, about it, second fucking? Is, is Elijah Wood gay? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I thought I had heard that at one point. It might have just been a. Rumor. But he's got a great pickup line. He's like, "Hey, I'm Elijah Wood. Want my wood or some shit like that?" You know? I mean, <laughs> that's like really that. basic. Just like that, Elijah gonna. <laughs> He shows up, he says, I'm Elijah Wood, I'm a multi-millionaire. What a fuck. He's like, I'll buy you a diamond bracelet. I'm Elijah Wood, have you seen me in Dirk Gently's (laughs) Ballistic Detective Agency? I'm Elijah Wood, best known for my new film, No Man of God, and nothing else. (laughs) Don't think of me as a hairy little small person uh, with hairy feet, running around a landscape trying to be gay with my boy. Sweet. What was his name? Uh, Sam. Sam. Sam and Frodo. Sam Forever in love. <laughs> That's probably why you think Elijah Wood is gay. It's because he uh, had those intimate scenes with Sam. I just remember having heard that. I think there was like a and theory that it was nice. to be. Yeah. <laughs> he dresses nice. <laughs> Most straight men don't. 
<laughs> Maybe that's why there's such like a, a kick in like fantasy world for like everybody to be like gay. Because everybody dresses nice in like these velvet robes I and get, like maybe yeah, and like everybody's like super extra, like those frills on everything, and they don't need to be there. It's called fashion, Jake. <laughs> it's 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 world building, man. You know they're gay. Positive <laughs> stereotypes about gay people. They dress nicely. They work out a lot. <laughs> Oh, keep Lord. fit. They're opinionated and oftentimes right. Sweet Girl trailer number one stars Jason My Man Momoa. Uh, this trailer rates on a uh, about two My Man Momoas out of five in terms of uh, quality. He is going to try to act a little in this one. He's also trying to break into the dad action genre dad action Liam Neeson move the fuck over your time is done Aquaman's here I heard this was supposed to be Aquaman 3 or whatever the fuck they're on now but they had to you know push it back a little bit because uh, they're still in in talks with kicking Amber Heard out yeah. they're not they haven't decided you're telling me they're not listening to Amber Heard <laughs> oh, they, they are they're just listening to a lot of other people too. The uh, the plot of this movie, because I'm sure it'll be super relevant, um, yeah. is man has wife with uh, cancer disease, and mysterious disease that they there's, don't need to a, name. There's a drug that that's on the, that she was going to start, and then the the company pulled it off the market because evil pharma guy. Paid them off to, to remove their cheaper generics. And, and now he calls into the interview show and is like, on public television, mind you, and says, if my wife dies, it's your death sentence. Which is really not something you want to say on a highly visible and traceable yeah. uh, forum like that. <laughs> now, you might be asking, what does the girl have to do with all of this? It's a great question. <laughs> If that is a great question. <laughs> I think she's and just... the answer is um, Axel. D- Guns N' Roses gets to sing Sweet Child of Mine in the song. Yes. In, in the trailer. At least we were spared a fucking terrible cover of it. It's definitely like just a plot device. Just to drive things forward and create tension. Oh, it's that's like... a great Halloween costume. I should be Axel Rhodes for Halloween. I just have to wear a bandana. Unfortunately... Fortunately, my Halloween costume is picked out for the next five years since I spent so much at Disney World. <laughs> I'm a Jedi forever. Gotta, gotta use that lightsaber gotta get that, somehow. Gotta get the money out of it. <laughs> no, yeah, I guess uh, Big Pharma starts coming after my man Jason Momoa and uh, his, his daughter gets caught in the crossfire and Cross is just threatened. I don't know, because she doesn't die. My guess is she gets captured or some shit. Um, no, she she fucking jumps on a uh, dude and puts him in the koala hole while Jason Momoa punches him in the face. And then yeah. they, they jump cut to him being in front of the window. The daughter's nowhere to be seen in the shot. Somewhere in another movie. Yeah. Um, speaking of another movie, um, Queen, Queen Pins. Okay. I was going to say that for last because it actually... Oh. This is a, a historic trailer, Peter. This is the like the first time, maybe ever in Trey Watch, <laughs> that we've had a completely original movie concept that didn't look like hot garbage. That's true. 
So Queen Pins is a comedy about uh, two women who are extreme couponers, and mm-hmm. eventually they get it in their head that they can... They need to Robin Hood the coupons yeah, from the coupon warehouse. Counterfeit coupons mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, spread savings across the land. And so uh, Richard Jewell slash Canadian Pharma slash guy from uh, Itania gets Vince Vaughn to come in as a a postal inspector. Yeah, (laughs) they're they're fucking the geological (laughs) inspector and the postal inspector. (laughs) Um, They're full departmental resources behind this. And the the joke is that Canadian Pharma is not like experienced at all of this and so he has mm. no idea how to fucking handle yeah and he's like he's the investigation doing, he's doing farva shit but he's trying to fucking um like emulate what he saw on tv yeah. and it, it looks like it's gonna be kind of funny and silly and all that and it is it props to see this movie because we need to reward hollywood for taking a chance on original concepts I love extreme couponing, so I'm about time that there's a movie about it. All right, you can enlighten us then. Yes. Because how the fuck you beat the one coupon limit? Do you just do you just ignore it? You're just like, yeah, fuck. I think I think you have to pick stores that don't have a one coupon limit. But what stores are there that do that? Like every major store that I've ever been to has a like no clue. But but whatever it is, they unless. Uh, so the other thing that they would do one or, coupon or, or per like what, almost guess. every coupon says not valid if combined with other offers so like you can't use a coupon on an item that's on sale even at most grocery stores so what i'm i'm assuming they do is they buy like because that's why they buy in bulk so deodorant or whatever let's say you're trying to buy like you're trying to get a good deal on like old spice deodorant you combine a bunch of Old Spice deodorant sticks that have their, like, you know, buy, let's say it's a buy one, get one free, or some of that, or get one dollar off. Mm-hmm. And you combine that, so you do that with the, the two, and then you have another two, and they usually use, like, I think a manufacturer's coupon, I think. Is you, okay. like, email, you email, like, Old Spice, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, we sent you, like, five, five free coupons or some of that. I see. And I think they just collect those over the time, and they, like, have... Okay, I have a manufacturer's coupon for these, which are, like, $3 off. And let's say they have a special where it's, like, a sale. Like, hey, we have a sale on Old Spice where they're $2 now, mm-hmm. not th- not $4. So that $3 would give them a negative balance. The store would owe you money, and then that's where it makes up certain money. I think that's how it goes. So yeah, that's that's the scheme they're running here in this movie is it, they start counterfeiting coupons. Yeah. And they start breaking in like significant amounts of money. That sure would make it easy, except I don't know how they're going to get past like the barcodes. It seems like it's pretty like well, specific and proprietary. You see, Jake, this is a movie. They don't necessarily have to concern themselves with little details. Well, Kurt, it's based on but, a true story. <laughs> But Kurt, but <laughs> that coupons exist, yes. <laughs> but those barcodes, they get scanned, and they get scanned in real world. I couldn't do that in movie theater. I don't think I can write lines on paper and have that go scan. How does? Jake, how can I? You could be the barcode man. man. You could be the Batman, Jake. You could be the Batman. <laughs> I'll, I'll dig a cave under my house, under the payday wrapper, and. Uh, <laughs> And start becoming well, the coupon I just be man. Your neighbor's farm. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. And lastly, we have Encanto, which is a story about a Colombian woman who lives with superheroes and gets dunked on constantly. Yeah. Um, this is... From Disney. Lin, this is Lin-Manuel Miranda wanting to do uh, Kiki's Delivery Service, but with music. Yeah. And, and in CG. How could you possibly compare Miyazaki and Disney, Peter? No one's ever done that no before. <laughs> ever done that. And it's certainly... I, I know it's a stretch to compare this story of uh, a woman in an extraordinary family who doesn't have any powers to... Kiki's Delivery Service, which is about a woman in a, in a family of magical people who doesn't have many magical powers. But, but she but, flies on her broomstick. <laughs> <laughs> That's magic to me, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think people are... Uh, I think Disney is definitely uh, calling in their, their, their deal with Lin-Manuel and being like, let's, let's, make, let's make a fuck ton of money, dude. People love your name. People love our animation. Let's put them together. I mean, millennials love his name. Apparently, he's he's part of Gen Z cringe culture now. Oh. I did not know that. Hmm. Lynn is Gen Z cringe. Wow. What a new with, aesthetic. With I like skinny it. jeans. <laughs> I love how, like, Gen Zers are, like, fucking... We invented baggy jeans. You ever seen the fucking pair of Jinkos? That would fucking blow your goddamn mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're, what it's gonna be twenty thirty, and they're gonna they're gonna that's the thirty year nostalgia. Yeah, like we're in the period of nineties nostalgia now. It's been thirty wow. years since the nineties. I mean, yeah. I have seen more Heelys than I have ever seen in my life, mm-hmm. just on like the internet, being like people are making Heelys into Crocs, and vice versa. They're putting <laughs> Heelys are making a comeback, guys. Get ready. My God. I've been calling... I've been on the horn for years saying Heelys will come back. They will make a comeback. And I've been clamoring in my my office. All my (laughs) stunks. I've been clamoring in my office. We could increase our productivity so much if we just had Heelys. I'm sure your EH&S manager would love that. (laughs) Even in the lab. Even in the lab. Just rolling around the lab with like a tray of uh, expensive parts and shit. We make that trip. In the clean room. (laughs) In the clean room. (laughs) We never have to touch the floor. Exactly. What could be cleaner? Oh god! Now I think what what two thousands trends can we can we prepare for the Gen Z? Oh, I got one. Uh, moon shoes. Moon shoes. Moon shoes. The, okay. Oh yeah, the moon boots. The Napoleon no. Dynamite moon boots. Um, inflatable furniture. The movie Napoleon oh, yes. Dynamite. Yes. yes. Fuck yeah, I've always wanted those, but my mom would always say, no, <laughs> that will be uncomfortable as shit and you'll fall over and hurt yourself. <laughs> well, I gotta make that chance, mom. You gotta let me live. I just want a couch in my room, I'm mom. A peacock, you gotta let me fly. <laughs> She's like, no, we're already getting you the flip out lightsaber. Be happy with what you have. <laughs> We're gonna get the like, fucking. Okay. Uh, that was that was the fucking tits when they came yeah. out. Yeah. The ones that fully collapsed. And oh yeah. Spring loaded. That was the fucking dream oh, yeah. realized for everyone. They lit up too. Oh my god. Well, they all they all lit up, but like before before <laughs> the well, yeah, one. like the yeah the little te- so there were the little like short savers yeah. that fully collapsed and you could yeah. like they weren't spring loaded but you could push down the button and flick out yeah yeah and then there were the the full sized ones. 
but they only like collapsed down to the first yeah, segment. They had, yeah, they had a segment here that was kind of weird, so they put it away, and it's like, well, I still have a blade out for some reason. Why? But they all they all had like really very detailed hilts uh-huh. that were accurate to the sabers in the movies and touching my legs. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're getting close. Can't play footsie with me. This is a this is an issue we we rarely have to overcome is, is touching each other during Human the cast. Contact. Large men standing around <laughs> desk for one person. Huddled <laughs> Eating our microphones. <laughs> true podcasters. Because we, we cannot pack stands. So I <laughs> Peter need, and I are head holding. I, it's my fault. I should have bought us uh, all gaming chairs. <laughs> like yeah. the one that, that I had. Strap in my four-year-old. So, somehow I got in the in the the country chair, which is you were you were you were in control. You're in the command center. I am. That's I the am captain's Zordon. chair. <laughs> you need to recruit some teenagers with attitudes. I need teenagers with attitudes. I'd say they should do that, but they already did that. Power Rangers. Uh, where was the sequel? They teased the sequel. I don't. I I thought the first Power Rangers movies was fine. I thought it did well. And it, yeah, I think it did well as well. Um, and they they, they teased the Tommy Oliver <laughs> Krispy Kreme. There was a lot of Krispy Kreme in that shit. Oh, they paid the money and they took the chances. The money, just like these uh, oh. studios pay their money and they take their. I'm sorry. No, I'm just thinking. I want the Jackie Chan Adventures live Why? action movie. Yes, <laughs> with Jackie Chan, sixty year old Jackie Chan. Yes, he can play Uncle. He gets to be uncle, and then you you have whoever, whoever the new the current generation of of um. That's gonna be so weird adventures. to have a Jackie Chan Adventures movie with Jackie Chan in it, but he is not playing Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. yeah, that makes me feel things, and I'm not sure what they are. I don't know if I like old. <laughs> That's what makes me feel old. <laughs> I don't like that yet. Just like I don't like F9. <laughs> the Face Saga follow-up for domestic box office weekend, 27 July 2nd through the 4th, 4th of July Oh weekend. my god, that fucking total gross. God damn it. Boy. So Too much F9 money. So F9 made $23 million, down 67.2% from last week. You know, I'm glad Jeez. they're giving like like new... Like we're rewarding Hollywood for these new innovative movie ideas and they're taking chances 4,200 theaters yeah the the Vin Diesel memes this week which are either like industry plant memes or maybe Um, uh, organically but they were oversaturating yes reddit I was hearing that, like, saw few, like yeah. the the marketing team, like they they're all like, there's this big suspicion that there, there is like the marketing team was really putting a lot of money into the um, the meme efforts on F9, and like oh, there's course. a ton of shit that's just like, just people shit posting F9. Because like, what better way? Yeah. For little money, like the reach you get on that, like, because memes are like how shit travels these days like it's, it's terrible that that's the case mm-hmm. but it is irrefutably the case sure. yeah and like this is the movie um to do it on because there is i don't you, you could probably put almost i would guess almost half of the revenue you could get from people who think that they're being clever by going to see the movie ironically that was they, almost us yeah yeah that was almost <laughs> us because they're they have they've spun into that 4D chess where they're like, 
all right, we make it look like we don't know what we're doing and look like we're trying to be serious but actually incompetent, but we're actually being smart about it. So the people who think we're only playing on level two, yeah. not on level three where we are. I'm four parallel universes ahead of you. Well, you know, and memes, exactly. are, memes are like a virus. And it's like you... <laughs> they are a virus. They, infecting society. They are infecting society. And then, so you put this marketing team, puts out some haha funny Vin Diesel memes about his... You know, name being the name of a car. You know, vehicle identification number diesel. <laughs> uh, you know, fly into the moon in a in a car, and then somebody's like, you know what? I got a better joke. I'm gonna uh, make no, one and post it to Reddit. Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> so then they they share it to friends. They're like, look at this. I go haha. I just thought of a go, haha because we watched Bushland Adventures again last night, <laughs> and when he says, oh no, I filled it with diesel, it comes through the fucking. Gas cap and just Vin Diesel <laughs> sticking halfway out of it. <laughs> Call, pay me to make your fucking memes. Half a million, half a half a million. Yep, half a bill. Those are numbers. Ah, half a bill. We got a half a B, half a Bezos over here. Which is significantly. That's about a third of what F, Fate of the Furious made, but yeah. uh, Fate of the Furious did not have to contend with uh, Corona Chan. The fact that this is a ninth installment of a movie and it's still making this much money? Mm-hmm. Well, it's almost... So, like, they call it the ninth installment. But if we're being real with each other here, this Fast and the Furious parody franchise yeah. started with number four. So this is really only the fifth movie. Because you look yeah. at this movie, it in no way resembles... Fast One, Fast Two, or Tokyo Drift. Yeah, there, there was a time where it shifted. I, from what I've heard, it's there was like, a time when these movies were about cars. Yeah, and, and stealing shit and living your life a quarter mile at a time. And the when, and after the third movie, he could fun of that. Yeah, and after the third movie, they were losing a lot of money, and then they brought in. Well, did they bring? Well, Tokyo they bring Drift in? was like the last one they made. Like they made their two because the first Fast and the Furious movie was just a movie. It was just it was Point Break yeah. with street racing. Um, and then somehow Paul Walker joined their crew. I don't remember the second one. Too, too Fast, Too Furious, whatever. And then Tokyo Drift was a spinoff that didn't do very well at the box office. So they're like, okay. Oh, was Tokyo Drift the third one? Yeah. Oh. So they were like, okay, I, I guess we've, we've gotten the mileage we're going to get out of this <laughs> franchise. And then like five years later, like, they come out with... with they, Forced and the Furious? They just, it's just fa- it was Fast and Furious. It was the fourth movie, but they just called it Fast and Furious. Like, it was the first movie <laughs> of a new franchise, which, they got for him. all intents and purposes, it was. <laughs> yep. And they brought back Vin Diesel and a lot of the original crew, Paul Walker, all that. And then they just made it a Mission Impossible fucking yeah. style movie. They, and then they kept adding in older action stars. I think Bruce Willis was in one of them. Yeah, and probably. The, the, yeah. Rock and the Rock and Jason Satham, all those guys. Yeah. They these guys studied the police academy economic <laughs> theory of movie sequels, and they knew how to adapt for it. They learned from their predecessors. This may be this we is, add in new stars each movie. Yeah, I think like this almost honestly represents an an advancement in movie marketing technique. I don't know where why because, I was looking it up because I guess we were doing Fate of. Uh, Fast F9 reviews and the guy who hated Hobbs and Shaw's. I, I looked up the Deckard Shaw villains wiki, and apparently, before they cast Jason Statham, 
they had like a lot of comedy actors they wanted to cast huh. for the show, like Patton Oswalt and Will Ferrell. <laughs> These were names that were considered for the Can you imagine character. Pat was it was it Patton Oswalt on the on the roof? Or was it was it Vin Diesel against the rock? Where Vin Diesel stomped on the concrete and made the building collapse. <laughs> was it Jason Satham that he was facing off against? Because you can you imagine Patton Oswalt just being like, "We'll get you, Vin Diesel." Oh, can you imagine Patton Oswalt going, "I'm Black Superman." <laughs> I, I don't know if any of this information is credible, but uh, apparently, with the trivia, Alec Baldwin, Sam Rockwell. Tim Blake Nelson, Jim Carrey, Steve Carell, Peter Dinklage, Will Arnett, Will Pete. Ferrell, Pat Oswalt, Joe McHale, Jason Lee, Andy Sanders, Bill Hader, David Cross, what Ashton Kutcher, Sean Hayes, Jack Black, and Chris Pratt were all considered for the role before Jason Statham was cast. Can you imagine that lineup? I, cause, so I'm, I'm imagining, and these are all big actors, so they definitely don't do this. But just like in like a cramped like room like a like a yeah, hollywood casting. suit casting room yeah and they're all waiting for their turn to go in and do the lines that's not how it's done i'm just this is my head cannon <laughs> i get it alec baldwin <laughs> trying to mess with everyone else yeah. <laughs> i fucking understand this these are millionaires not they're not waiting in a <laughs> crowded room Ooh. but just i want to see a chris pratt next to a jack black like like reading the, the same, same lines, lines. <laughs> i'm i'm black superman i'm I'm Black Superman. I'm Black Superman! <laughs> just Jack Black being Jack Black. And David Cross is out there just with his beard of a mess of a beard just saying, I'm Black Superman. <laughs> These are terrible impressions by Jake, but I don't fucking care. Because then there's Peter Dinklage over there sitting in the chair yeah, like Peter was in my car the other night <laughs> with his legs dangling off the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Those chairs were too high. Like, could you even imagine Peter Dinklage? Is we could have gotten I, 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 Hobbs and Shaw with Peter Dinklage in the rock. That would have been fucking amazing. Peter Dinklage was definitely the top pick, but then like somebody from HR was like, "Look, we don't trust you writers taking Peter the Dinklage into this. You will writer. punt him." You will make a joke about punting him, and we can't have this. It's bad PR. Don't there's, pick a little person. No, uh, so what happened with Big Cass? We can't have that happen again. There is there is no uh, like source on that. It's a hundred percent true, no doubt. But in my mind. like that's that's too okay. It's it's copied on the Fast and Furious uh, wiki, so that's on two wikis. It must be true. Yeah, we verified it. It's like in middle school, right? Like you had to find the information, free sources to make sure it was verified. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe maybe they're gonna make him a, give him a brother. <laughs> then they're gonna because it was he was supposed to be named Ian Shaw. They also uh, retconned uh, like they try to tie Tokyo Drift in with the yes. rest of the series. Yes. They had him be the guy with the car. I don't know what any of that means, <laughs> but I do know that Tokyo Drift was like apparently like after what like one of the sixth, fifth or sixth movies. I don't remember. I think it was F six where they did that, where he was the guy who hit. I think Han was the guy in Tokyo Drift. His yeah, Han. 
I remember why I think Tokyo Drift was the uh, second movie because I got it confused with Cars 2, <laughs> which took place in Cars Japan. <laughs> did it? I never watched any of that. Apparently. My, I have a rule of thumb of not watching Pixar sequels. It served me well in life. Um, in second place, <sighs> Boss Baby. Family Boss business. Boss Baby. How far did Alec Baldwin have to fall to go from being on 30 Rock and a hilarious person to being the voice of a baby? I mean, Jake, if if a studio came to you and said, here's what's going to happen. We're going to give you a script. You're going to have to come in and record voice lines for a single day, and we will pay you $25 million. Do you think you'd turn that down? No, I would say I have more integrity as an actor. And a comedian. You I will turn your down your sad money. Card current, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta keep that insurance. At least up. that's what I'll leak to the press. And then when they say, "Sir, why did you choose to be in Boss Baby?" and I'll be like, "I did not. I, I wasn't in Boss Baby." He what had, the fuck you talking no, about? No, they go and they say, "You see Steve Carell's mansion? You see that shit? You want one like that? You do an animated movie too. <laughs> you do something for Illumination." Fucking. This uh, was Illumination, right? Yeah, I believe this is DreamWorks. Well, isn't Illumination a subset of uh, DreamWorks? At this point, maybe. I, I do not know the animation world. Um, Wait, did you see the name of the, yes, the reviewers? The <laughs> Is that why you picked it? <laughs> I, I mean, let's say yes, because that's fucking perfect. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, what was I looking for? Uh, studio? Yeah, does it not... Sh- Internet Movie Database. Do you not DreamWorks. have this? It's a DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Yeah, there we go. Fucking poster. It's very small. It's almost like DreamWorks is trying Wait, not to be affiliated. Why is, why is the baby wearing like, like a garter? Because he's a business. Because he needs to keep his socks up. Yeah, that's to keep the that's socks what up. For. So seriously, like yeah, garters are like. A are they uniform called? issued in a lot of fucking militaries and like police forces. What are they called, garters? Because they connect to your socks. Yeah. To I just keep your shirt tucked in. Gotcha. I just thought garters were the things that. The I, women... I don't know if they're actually card the, the same sort of fucking design. I'm not. I'm not a tailor. That's fine. That's fine. But I, I don't just, work at a haberdashery. Just the the entire picture here is not. I do not like this. Sam, I am. Hey, Google. I do not like the the lounging baby looking at me with the fucking, with the half-lidded eyes saying, I love casual Fridays. That connects socks to body. According to security, (laughs) what is a socks proxy? Socks, which stands for socket secure, is a network proxy. That's not it. That's not it at all. (laughs) What's the garment that attaches socks to pants anyway um as we alluded to this is our uh spotlight film of the week yes so we have imdb user reviews from real people real reviewer traits real real babies real babies some real real baby traits here they got baby legs they've got parents with regular legs uh this movie has 6.0 on imdb and a 40 on metacritic uh, so we'll we'll see what that means. Uh, ooh, Alec Baldwin is holding a baby in this picture. That that I think that is the boss baby. There's these ones. They're like sure. Yeah, that's they're that's like what I'm shirt suspenders. About. 
There's crazy ones out there, though. Those are standard issue in a lot of uniforms. Mm. Um, so it's not like that's probably what they're they're meant to oh, be. Oh, you're, you're close. Yeah, shirt. I think shirt tail garters or some of like that. Yes, yeah, so, garter. Garter. Yeah. Ta-da! I guess I do know what I'm talking about. I am a tailor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll kick it off here with a ten out of ten review from the boss baby fan. Nine eight two. Oh yeah. I want. I really. I'm gonna open another tab. Their profile and see what other movies they. Other boss baby media they reviewed. The boss baby show. This is it. They've been an IMDb member for six days. Good. It's like they made it for this. They gotta. They gotta fill out their portfolio though. Yeah. Do the other ones. Boss baby family business. Ten out ten. Boss baby. Grand boss. Grand boss. This famous boss baby too. This film made me laugh. This movie of the movie of the year of the year. I like how they fart. Four exclamation marks. Baby on baby. My what? son who plays Fortnite also likes this film. He thinks that he... 3 out of 7 found that helpful. 3 out of 7 found that helpful? <laughs> That's more helpful than, than <laughs> that awful. review. What the fuck was this? I mean, it's a troll, obviously. No. 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 There's enough... Dumb people in the world that this is real. Okay, but it's just it's just too much. I like how they fart with four exclamation marks. Baby on baby, and my son who plays Fortnite also likes the film. That was a hundred percent something that was in the trailer. So maybe they didn't maybe even see it. <laughs> no, Boss baby played Fortnite. Uh, well, there probably is a Fortnite joke in this. To be honest, Boss baby is sus. Sussy baka, sussy boss baby baka. Amogus. 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 Mm. So yeah, it's um, uh, you know, sometimes you wanna you wanna get something that <clears throat> lives up to the expectations, and uh, sometimes it's not as good as advertised. And these one out of tens are really complaining about the advertising uh, department for this one. It's worse than advertised. One out of ten. It's one of the worst sequels ever made. Watched it with young kids. Only one scene with a laugh. Horrible story. Acting. And oh, did I mention the story? I am a big fan of animated movies. This one just won an award of worst movie ever made. If you want your kids to go to bed, put it on and they'll be z z z z z z z in 10 minutes. One out of two found that helpful from Jordan Peterson. No, uh, that was beer and <laughs> beer and seventy. I, I bought into that for like half a second. I'm like, really? Yeah. Another guy named. <clears throat> in the world. Society wants you to think that babies are the boss, but that is not true. The way the boss. Hypothetically, like you should you should be bossing the baby, not the baby bossing you. And if you think that's anything of the contrary, then you need to go back to school. And, uh, then, then you need to go back to school. Um. All right, and then from Aussie Blob. We got four out of ten. Aussie blob. Aussie blob. Four out of ten. Am I watching Boss Baby? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I did. It didn't get me hooked from the start, and I and I couldn't figure out what was going on. It just felt weirdly flat. You know, a movie is not good when your son looks at you twenty minutes in with questionable eyes, screws up in his face, and says, "Oh, this is rubbish. Can I do something else?" Zero out of zero found that helpful. Like a zero out of zero found that accent pleasant. Why are you rubbish? Why are you Australian, boy? Morty, we're gonna 
Or watch Boss Baby. <laughs> I have to go bend to go watch Boss Baby oh, too. Or you were going to watch Boss Baby. <laughs> You're gonna like it. Or oh, I turn myself into a baby. But Rick, Rick, I don't want to watch Boss Baby too. I want to go do. I want to go do Morty things. Shut the fuck up, Morty. We're gonna go watch Boss Baby too. Oh, Alec Baldwin in a box. It's, it's Boss Baby too. <laughs> we gotta go find the Boss Baby. He'll take us to the babies. What other glorious 10 out of 10 goodness do we have? Well, from uh, Langani, 5-2. Langani. 3-5. Langani. Langani. Ah, eat the Langani. A poop on my pants. A poop on my pants. The Boss Baby Family Business. 10 out of 10. What are people talking about? I hate reviews from people trying to be the next Roger Ebert, so I'm not sure exactly why people are bashing this movie. I took my family, not expecting much, but to our surprise, it was a fun. It was funny from start to finish. I guess people think they deserve some masterpiece, or maybe they don't have a sense of humor. But people icing this anything below a seven should really ask themselves if they feel they can write a movie. I have, and so yes, people are so entitled. It's horrible. So take your family. It's funny. An overall great movie. Haters will always hate, most likely, because they are virgins. <laughs> zero out of zero found that helpful. Less people found that helpful than the other review. You know, I remember I remember uh, some some of the moments of the time when I was a virgin and the the first thing that I thought waking up in the morning was I'm gonna go fucking write a bad review about boss baby because I'm a virgin. And that makes me angry. This is quite a varied palette. So we're looking at Longy's uh, review history. Been an IMDb member for four years and five months, so they're an actual person. Uh, And they don't have a lot that I've reviewed. They reviewed Bisbee 17, which came out in 2018. They liked that. They said it was amazing. Um, The Ford versus Ferrari, sometimes they don't get out of the car, (laughs) was the review title. Um... Sometimes, though. Most of the time. It's like 90% in the car. Which is, which makes me feel like it's a comfortable car. <laughs> Took my wife. Oh, he's a dude. Uh, my wife, my 16-year-old, and my 9-year-old to this movie. It was fantastic. Could have been a boring movie very easily, but Bale and Damon were great together. Uh, a Family Guy. The episode, individual episode of Family Guy. Episode 14, <laughs> season 18. The movement. Don't listen to the negative people. I'm sensing a trend here. What the fuck? Um, if you were offended by this, then you are not familiar with Family Guy. This is what they do. It was hilarious. If you don't have a sense of humor, maybe stay away from Family Guy. Yes. Are there actually people who are like, you know, I'm just going to skip episode 14 of uh, season watch 18. This one episode of Family Guy. Uh, I'm going to skip that episode because I saw some negative reviews out there. Fargo Story of Americana. Uh, a single episode of that, episode 11, season 4. What are people thinking? So many hateful reviews from people who probably haven't done anything with their lives. Plain and simple, you don't like it, don't watch it. The season was my second favorite, with season one being the best. The comedy and action and drama are all on display. Um, American Dad, crisscross applesauce, the Valley of Billy Jesusworth, season, episode 17, season 11. Brilliant. Both stories in this episode are great. Steve can really sing, and then basically Stan and Roger doing a white man can't jump parody. Top 10 episode ever. And then wow, the boss baby. I I find it fascinating that people will 
review individual, individual episodes episode, yeah. of like especially shows that go on forever. Uh-huh. Like if it's like a one one season like in a it vacuum just that one it, it, it's like and if that's the only episode they've reviewed it's like what <clears throat> compelled you specifically this yeah. episode? It, like it if actually, you watch the show and you write an episode review every single episode then that's sure makes sense, you're reviewing yeah. the okay. show you're really dedicated and uh, that's that's like your your gig whatever it actually makes me want to go out and watch that episode though because like yeah what about it what so about it com- like he said it was a top 10 episode of american dad yeah like that's there's it's a lot of american dads american dad, yeah. <laughs> i can't i can't even <laughs> i like the rookie speech i actually kind of like american dad um it's it's a little more uh edgy not edgy <laughs> but like a sensical than family guy yeah yeah um so uh one out of ten Writing's actually pretty decent it's really bad by s dot eight seven eight seven i don't do full reviews too often but i feel obligated to do one for this awful movie it's not funny it's not interesting it's just bad i understand i'm an adult and it's a kid's movie but I usually tolerate kids' movies and sometimes really enjoy them. I would compare this to the Emoji Movie at best. Trust me when I say once again, it is bad. Three out of five found that helpful. I found that extremely not helpful because that just makes me want to go watch it even more. Emoji Movie was an instant classic and if you deny that, you're just in denial. <laughs> Emoji Movie is is what will make this generation what it is today i wanted to drink bleach after the emoji movie <laughs> if this is anything like the emoji movie then boss baby 2 needs a boss baby fucking saga he's a boss baby flu needs more babies being bosses up its ass with the mobile gas you know what combine the two emoji movie yeah. and boss baby emoji boss baby Boss emoji baby. Where, where the Beach. boss baby buys up the company that makes emojis. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, all right. Finishing this off, we got Digger Powers, uh, 4 out of 10 review. Ah, uh, yes. Sleep. <laughs> Way too formulaic for my taste. Nothing felt that original, and all the slightly original things were just copied over from the previous film. But hey, don't fix what isn't broken, I guess. But all in all, a very lackluster, a very lackluster film that has very little going for it. Four out of ten, muh. Muh. Zero out of one found that helpful. All right, well that's the boss baby, family business. Um, and third, the Forever Purge, which I didn't even realize was fucking out. Um, Thirteen million dollars. I'm sure it's already made its money back. <laughs> Twenty-four million dollars worldwide. All the rules are broken as a sect of lawless marauders decide that the annual purge does not stop at daybreak and should instead never end. Uh, Quiet Place Part 2, sliding down from 2 to 4, 4.1 million. It's leaving some theaters. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard uh, dropped quite a bit from last week, down to 5th, minus 31.8%. It's made $55 million worldwide. Cruella. In six, $2.3 million. That's had some staying power. Um, $206 million worldwide for a movie that uh, Jake, you saw that movie. I contributed. Cruella. Um, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of us have uh, heard this before, but it was like 
the Joker meets um, Devil Wars Prada. It really was. It had that, that kind of vibe. It did kind of lean heavily on, like, the Joker aspect, where, like, the main character's a villain, and they act ludicrous and crazy. So, I don't know. It was it was good. I thought it was actually pretty decent, to be honest. Right. I don't really have a stake in the game. Was ludicrous in this? I don't want... I don't want more, like villain movies i don't think that's a good one but this was like competently made i don't know where you go from like you know i, I know where you go you make the gaston movie yeah gaston, the gaston, the gaston I, i'm thinking movie. like what isn't wasn't um an ursula movie like in the works or did they just like cast an ursula i think they I cast it for the live action little mermaid that they're coming out okay. with because i could with see the black them doing mermaid that. the black it's called the Little Mermaid, the Black Mermaid, Black Swan. <laughs> there are no black people in that movie. Pirates of the Caribbean and the Curse of the Black Mermaid. That's actually true. There are no black people in Black Swan. I see. There are there swans in Black Swan? Maybe. I don't think so. I see. Then it's a total lie. Yeah. The movie lied to me. <laughs> There's a. It didn't present an actual, a- accurate content. There's a scene in that movie that. It's the reason why any Ew. any guy watched no, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was just not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, I, mean, it I heard about it. And I was like, well, you know, yeah, I heard about it too. <laughs> I watched. <laughs> I watched. Yeah, I also watched it. Too. It was it was a little disappointing to be honest with you. I uh, I kind of ruined my VHS tape by rewinding out, yeah. and your your VHS tape for a movie that came out in what 2011. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they sold it for VHS just for that particular reason. Um, Peter Rabbit 2 The Runaway down 54.1% 2.189 million dollars it's made 128 worldwide and God is dead uh, The Conjuring The Devil Made Me Do It is uh, an 8th this week down 57.9% 1.26 million that's made 175 million dollars worldwide and The Devil is Alive uh, Zola 1.2 million uh, I opened a stripper named Zola embarks on a wild trip road trip to oh, Florida. Oh, we saw the trailer for this. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. Um, this is an A twenty four movie, right? I, yes, I do remember that much. Um, limited release, yeah, only in fifteen hundred theaters, but still only eight hundred dollars per theater. It's not fantastical. Yeah, and running at the top ten, we have in the heights. Down forty six point nine million million yen. Um, <laughs> actually forty six point nine percent. Yeah. One point one eight five million. Uh, only thirty six million dollars worldwide. I think. I think that's a, a bust. I think we can officially label this a box office bust. In the heights. <laughs> in, in the heights. Yeah. It, I. I mean. Also, well, there is also the. Um, I don't know how much the HBO Max brought in for them, but it's hard to calculate well, the those boss numbers. Maybe was on Peacock, yeah, and that still made sixteen million dollars. <laughs> so I think also in the Heights, like the, the opening weekend was already like valued as like less than expected. It like got eighteen million or something. Yeah, those, opening those weekend about colorism really sunk its ship. <laughs> No one overseas wanted any yeah, part I, of the Boss Baby. I'm, oh not? God. <laughs> They didn't release this in China, obviously. I could, like, I feel like the Boss Baby would be like a, su- a running subplot of a Thirty Rock season. 
like Alec, like he's like Jack Donaghy is actually like recruited to be the boss bait, where he's like consulting. He's, it, like, yeah, it seems like remember what they did with Kathy Geis when she was the CEO. Mm-hmm. Don Geis is like mute yeah. daughter. Uh, like yeah, like if they they just done it with a baby. Yeah, that would be awesome if they been, like the same fucking shit. Oh no no like as in he had to make the show the boss baby. Oh oh right. he's like they want me to be the brain of the boss baby. They want me list. They they're, they're trying to get me to voice the boss baby. I'm not an actor. <laughs> and like yeah and like with um Jenna Maroney and they have like a weird like she's like trying to force her way into the show yeah like I can, I can totally see that absolutely my favorite fucking fake show from Furry Rock was Bitch Hunter yeah Will Ferrell yeah. <laughs> bitch <laughs> I should really watch more 30 Rock oh, cause I, I do so every time right. I watch it it is it, I do have a good time with it's it it's an amazing show and it's like on every streaming service. Yeah. It's the most whored out show in the world. Yeah. You can get it no matter what you I think have. I watched a lot of the early episodes. I think it really... The first season, it's still kind of trying to feel itself out. By the time mm-hmm. you get to the third season, like all the, the great zaniness. That'd be awesome if they did effect. If they did like a reunion episode or some of that or a comeback. Just one episode where they did like the Boss Baby... As a, it was like the through line for it, but that they never good. mentioned Boss Baby. It was like a they just said it was a movie about a baby, an animated movie with a baby. I love <laughs> Tina Fey. I read Tina Fey's book, uh, Bossy Pants, ironically mm. titled, and uh, she talks about it. it's like I had no idea how we stayed on the air for six years. Ah, <laughs> Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Man's a man's a caring star. Look at number eleven on this list. Summer of Soul ellipses, or when the revolution could not be televised. Oh my god. Full name. <laughs> is a feature documentary about the legendary 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival, which celebrated African American music and culture and promoted black pride and unity. Well, I feel bad for making fun of it now. Harlem Cultural Festival. That's a weird way to spell the Harlem Globetrotters. Um, like, right, wait, the God, the God Committee? Oh no, oh, that's probably some Christian. Yeah, like, we gotta sort by weeks here. Ryan the Last Dragon, still the long man. Ooh. No, no resurgence for the word franchise. Oh man, sad. Um, $42,000. That's still like decent money for a movie that's 18 weeks. Yeah, ago. seriously. Uh, the Truffle Hunters. I thought Pig wasn't out yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it turns, so I. Oh Sign wow, up. nobody again with a huge resurgence out of nowhere. It it went know. up in 109 theaters. Yeah. Why? Where? We, somebody on Plex we can watch that at some point. Yeah. Um But yeah, alright, that's the that's the follow up. Let's go on and talk some, some quick gaming news notes and then we can shit on Black Widow for an hour. Hey. Um President Biden has signed an executive order calling for the restoration of net neutrality. Finally, only seven months into his presidency, he fulfills a campaign promise. He had bombing to, bombings to do in Syria. They were looking menacing. <laughs> I don't like the way they were mustering over there. I saw a group of them get together. Bomb them. They could grip it by the husks. Um, Did they just erect a hut? Get it done. <laughs> net neutrality rules. Um, we all we've talked about net neutrality 
at length when it was still a, a thing. It was a hot country. when Ajit Pai was trying to take down our porn. Ajit Pai did his <laughs> sabbatical as his government sabbatical. Yeah, from being a corporate lawyer for Verizon. No conflict of interest there. No, he's probably right back where he was. Uh, or, or I'm sure he's up. just, or he just got the nice golden parachute pension plan and is fucking sitting on the beach in Cabo. Did he have to leave? Out of his giant fucking Reese's yeah. Cup. I was gonna say, does he bring his uh, Reese's coffee mug? Is he drinking a mai tai out of his Reese's mug? <laughs> I killed that neutrality. I kidnapped. I killed that neutrality. See, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares here in Cabo. <laughs> drinking his mai tai. With his fucking in a Santa costume, shit eating grin. <laughs> Remember he he did that like series of like like I don't know if they were like propaganda commercials. The, the, the fidget spinners. Yeah, he had fidget spinners. I think he had a Nerf gun or some shit too. Yeah. And he was like Santa. He's like, no, no, your internet's gonna stay the same. I swear. <laughs> what we're doing is not gonna affect the way you surf the internet much. <laughs> <laughs> Much. Well, fortunately, they never really did get to the point where they started. I don't think so. Uh, no. Abusing what could have been done, but it's still better to have the rules in place yeah. than rely on Comcast to do the morally well, upstanding. And, thing. and without a doubt, they probably slipped in the smaller shit under the radar. Oh, sure. I'm certain sure. of that. Yeah. Different throttling techniques and like just mm. ways to just dick us over even more. That might be the reason why my internet goes out the end of every month. <laughs> even, I have auto pay going, so they're definitely not fucking like oh, yeah, no. didn't pay the bill. They're just doing it because they can. Sure. Yeah, no, well, I'm sure, I mean, we, maybe we got lucky and their profit margins, like, stayed the same and they never had a resort to pulling out new stuff because... Yeah, they would have to require them to do something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because they were like, oh, well, we're still making money. And, you know, if, if ever they started losing money, then they could be like, all right, well, let's... I think the pandemic the nuclear also plan. kind of forced them to uh, not do Behave. too much shit because, you know, <laughs> everyone was using the internet to act as a society oh sure yeah. and like the the first like the first instance of like hey my, why aren't my zoom calls in like standard definition <laughs> why i i have to use the internet like every single day who was the like for hours fat mike or whatever who was the zoom prankster oh too oh, mad <laughs> why is there this chubby black man in my zoom call <laughs> Comcast, explain yourself. <laughs> I think he had his own pilot on Cartoon Network, not Adult Swim. Like Cartoon wow. Network. Wow. It was. I don't think it went, went yeah. anywhere. Yeah, man. It. I, I. I think we dodged a bullet for sure. All right. So the the uh, fucking the executive order only encourages the SEC. How is it an executive order if it just says I'm, it, it, I encourage the fucking? Because the FCC, I don't think like is. It's like answerable in that way by executive order. Although he can, uh, uh, what you is it? He can, uh, he can appoint the appoint chair and fire the chair, yeah. Um, so I guess the probably going back, I wouldn't lose too much sleep over it. Yeah. Uh, last wi- the li- Windows 11 has an update that focuses on the task bar. I've been running Windows 11, it's pretty much Windows 10. Um, <laughs> Diminishing, diminishing returns. Wait, but your thing is your so your taskbar is in the middle though. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude, that's sick. That's weird. It it actually doesn't really feel that weird. How do I? I mean, how does? The, how does one get it? Half the bar anyway, so I guess. Yeah, and it, like it, it goes center out, so I have a, a fair amount of 
mm-hmm. things on my hotbar, mm-hmm. so it just it is dispersed fairly regularly, mm-hmm. and that's where my your eyes are in the center of the screen. So like having all the icons there just kind of makes sense from a design perspective. Um, let's read these patch notes. Start now has a search box to make it easier to find what you're looking for. Taskbar will now show across multiple monitors, which can be enabled via settings, personalization, taskbar. Um, that's a feature that was in Windows 10, but I guess wasn't in the uh, present build, which again, I will, this is in beta. You have to go into the beta channel of your Windows Insider program mm-hmm. and make sure that your uh, TPM 2.0 is enabled and your secure boot is enabled. <laughs> Otherwise, it will tell you that your system is not compatible with Windows 11. Uh, and you have to make sure that your uh, boot drive is formatted as GPT or else you will not be able to boot with secure boot enabled. <laughs> I, uh, how do you know all this stuff? I spent about three hours on, uh, on last Monday, uh, the <laughs> 5th, you know, trying to install Windows 11. <laughs> <laughs> I've been down the condomery. <laughs> we have up... Uh, no, this is them speaking. We have updated several system alert dialogues, such as the alert for when the battery is running low on your laptop and when to charge your dis- change your display. Oh, good. That'll be great for my PC. The power mode settings are now available in the power and battery page and settings. Right-clicking the desktop now directly has a refresh option without needing to click show more options. Right-clicking a .ps1 file in Fire Explorers now directly has a run with PowerShell options without needing to click show more options. Available snap layouts are increased based on more GIFs on the GIF keyboard. Oh, fuck. Yes, finally. GIFs. GIFs. Uh, Right-clicking the volume icon taskbar now includes an option to double Oh, that's nice. I actually really like what they did with the... um, the like little instrument panel on the right side of the monitor mm-hmm. like if there's anything that like shit for like you see this two apps are using your microphone thing mm. you have to click up on windows 10 but on windows 11 if it has like a system constraint like that it's put like right here next to the arrow yeah. so you can see it more easily i actually really like that uh, i haven't run into any instability or anything it's a pretty fleshed out release for being this early in beta so I think when Windows 11 comes out at the end of the year whenever it decides it wants to come out it'll be pretty good um, you know but it can come out whenever it feels comfortable coming out we're not trying to pressure Windows 11 to come out before it's ready whenever it wants to we'll speak it's to truth it. yeah we'll be there to support it we'll, we'll be there we're accepting unless uh, it's gay there's fallout <laughs> That's aiming to be the galaxy's greatest Star Wars game. Star Wars Open Worlds aims to turn the Bethesda RPG into a full-blown space opera symphony. Um, An ambitious modding team is trying to turn Fallout 76 into a grand multi-planet space opera with a total conversion mod. Star Wars Open Worlds. While currently unfinished and still... Well, yeah. Isn't that just like creating your own game? Like, I, I don't get that. You have tools, though. You have the assets, you have the engine already. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot easier than starting something from scratch. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It's so easy that fucking Valve made three games out of a, like a Quake Total Conversion mod. 
Yeah, the, the Source engine was pretty much built off of Quake. And yeah. Originally, and then you got Half Life and Half Life Spawn Counter Strike. Orange and Box, you know. The Orange Box, yeah, that, <coughs> that was later. That was, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, I think Source 2 or whatever. Or, okay. Or it, well, Gold Source was the first one. That was the oh, yeah. one built off the Quake engine. Yep. And, and, and then Regular Sword. So um, Counter Strike. Uh, well, Counter Strike was a mod. So Half Life and OG Team Fortress were built on Gold Source. And then the Source Engine, which came after Gold Source to make it extra confusing, <laughs> um, was what they built Half-Life 2, Team Fortress 2, and Portal on. And those were packaged in the orange box and shoved out to home consoles. Yes. Uh, there's actually, believe it or not, an original Xbox version of Half-Life 2. Wow. That was officially yeah. released. I think I remember... And it's actually not terrible. Yeah, I so deep cut into Jake's memories. Um, I had this uh, guy in my Boy Scout um, like team of dads who was uh, who worked for Microsoft. I don't know where in Microsoft he he worked. Nintendo. He literally, he I remember he literally worked for Microsoft, uh, but he was like more of like I think marketing or something like that or HR. Sure, but he wanted to like peddle the new products, and with his kid, he would play like Portal. And everything like that with him and uh-huh. i remember him trying to like pedal the orange box to us and be like oh you should get this you should get that i and remember I the commercials for the orange box which were like really weird i didn't know Bell's marketing was was odd in general yeah i mean the fucking Ste- the steam logo in of itself like what the fuck i remember everyone was really pissed off because uh to get steam uh, rolling, which is why I kind of laugh at all the people who have this completely unjustified hate owner for Epic Game Store uh, mm. with their exclusivity. The only way to play Half-Life 2 was to get it on Steam. Your retail release basically did the oh. digital game code thing oh. where you had to install it through Steam. And everyone was pissed off. Oh, Valve's putting this DRM in here and now everyone uses Steam. And Epic <laughs> is doing... Literally the same thing now, and everyone's like, "Oh, give it five years," and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Epic Game Store's fine." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Star Wars Open Worlds uh, looks—it's in early stages of development. There's only one screenshot. They have a YouTube trailer though, so let's take a look at that. Um, the assets look unfinished. <laughs> I mean, it looks nice. The textures aren't quite. Uh, polish or maybe this is just running in a oh yeah this is running at 360p let's let's uh, give it give it a chance here um it looks aight uh with, there's no bushes, real, real yeah. context to it i mean uh, that's pretty impressive that yeah. skybox actually um it has flying cars and and floating yes traffic. i'm sorry <laughs> you can watch this video it's uh swow showcase 2021 from tank girl on YouTube, Swow, Swow, Swow. Maybe in a year we'll be talking about Swow. Oh, the little—they they used the little Rancor guys from uh, Kodor. Mm. Little baby Rancors that were on that planet. Yep. That, so, was that, that the Ebon Hawk? Yep. Whoa, that was the Ebon Hawk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They ripped a lot of these assets from uh, Kodor. Yeah. The, Kodor. the oh yeah, Gamorians. What were those guys? The the hounds. Oh, the uh, cathounds. Cathounds, yeah. 
hurts when I calf. <laughs> it hounds when I calf. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Jetpack with a Mandalorian back. with a jetpack. We had a. Ooh, we had different races. Alien dude. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what his name was. It was Quick, Quicksilver or something. Ambitious. Uh huh. That's a lot. That, that looks nice. That's yeah. a lot. That's a good amount of so, detail. Like, this is good good shit so far. I don't know. Uh, once this is finished, maybe you'll buy Fallout 76 to give it a shot. <laughs> but not a moment before. <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 will release hopefully somewhere in 2022 from uh, Larian Games. Larian, please. Please. Don't put cursed surfaces in this video game. Or if you do make it understandable why they're cursed and 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 don't give every single enemy that random ability to just curse areas by being around it because it's like after Divinity uh, Original Sin 2 it just seemed like every time that we encountered a surface, it was cursed for no reason. Well, if a void woken sneezes in the woods 64 miles cardinal yes. northwest from your position, obviously the water you're standing on and, is going to be cursed and you're going to become decaying. So the fucking heal spell that no. your cleric fires off is going to kill you. I mean, that just makes sense, Jake. 90% of stupid? our... <laughs> 90% of our enemies are void woken. I still can't see smoke. <laughs> Without, oh without yeah, getting triggered and steam, just smoke, the steam. difference between smoke and steam. Oh, I'm saying in both. Yeah. Fuck. You, we were what? playing Mass Effect before I got down here, and you fired through the smoke, and I fully expected it to not hit. <laughs> oh yeah, so we're we're tentatively looking forward to Baldur's Gate three. I don't know if we're gonna play it. I'm excited to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, 2022, that's enough space to where if we get locked into another 90-hour game, like, mm-hmm. we had some time between them. We'll, we'll wait at least a year. We won't start a playthrough of Baldur's Gate 3 on stream until at least July of 2022, if it's out by then. Uh, so, somewhere in 2022. Somewhere in 2022, Baldur's Gate 3 uh, LP. I think they're waiting for 23 so three and three makes sense with the years. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm... You got it. It's just gonna come out unfinished. AMD Radeon RX sixty six hundred XT is rumored to be rumored to be launching in August for a cool four hundred dollars. Um. Let's see if they have any. Maybe sometimes discounted at three ninety nine, plus tax. <laughs> Um, all right, so here we go. The 6600 XT and 6600, uh, 2048 stream processors for the 6600 XT, 1792 for the base model, 32 compute units for the XT, 28 for the base, 32 ray accelerators for the XT, 28 for the base. Uh, both have 8 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory. That is GDDR6, not 6X. So it is a little slower. 128-bit memory interface and 32 megs of infinity cache and both have a TDP of 130 watts. So this is probably going to be, I would say, a step up from your 5700 XT. 
Um, I think we're talking about that performance may be on par with a 1080. I don't think a 1080. I don't even know if this is going to trade blows with a 3060, but I think that's what they're targeting with it. Although I think the 3060, what is the MSRP for the 3060? There's an extra zero in there. <laughs> that's hard. 3060, yeah. Is that like a 500? Um, if you, if, I mean, it's hard to tell because like, if, if it's inflated or not. Yeah, well, actually, because of the the crackdown of mining in uh, China, China yeah. has actually led to you can get a thirty sixty starting at three twenty nine. Okay, so wow, it's a little less expensive, and the thirty sixty is about like a ten eighty in between a ten eighty and a ten eighty ti. I guess mm. you would call it a twenty eighty if you're <laughs> comparing with uh, a more recent generation. What's the ti version of this? Yeah. Um, probably three ninety nine. So I would I would guess then that the uh, that's pretty comparable. The sixty six hundred is a thirty sixty competitor, and the XT is mm -hmm. a ti competitor. Because they were trying to estimate, they were like hoping it'd be at three hundred for the the sixty six hundred, and then uh, but they're thinking more like three fifty for yeah, the three ninety nine uh, for the ti. Okay, yeah. So price um, are comparable. You can because of all these mining cards flooding the market. You can get. For two hundred and seventy dollars at thirty sixty, um, I'd say yeah, at that price, go for it. Um, I don't think the thirty sixty is a fantastic card. Let's look at. I know UserBench is not the site you want to use to compare cards because their test is a little screwy. But for lack of a better option, we're gonna go ahead and do that. We got a twenty seventy super user here, so we can compare it. So it's yeah, it's about on par with a twenty seventy super. Hey, that's what I have. Which is um, what's a twenty eighty? Not a TI, regular twenty eighty, please. So it's yeah, it's about on par with a RTX twenty eighty. Which if you have a good ten eighty TI, that's that beats a twenty eighty. Um, but for two hundred and seventy dollars, I think you could. You can live with oh wow that's thirty two percent slower than a what's a fifty seven hundred XT the thirty sixty is seven percent slower than the fifty seven hundred XT <laughs> according to user benchmark which again not the best resource to use but for a quick graphical comparison it's nice uh, look at benchmarks to determine your uh, buying preference yeah. but again for two hundred and seventy dollars you get yourself. DLSS 2.0 support. You get yourself our, our ray tracing support. Um, if you're in the market for a new card, you can do a lot worse than that for that price. Um, just out of curiosity, because I didn't do this before we left, I'm going to look up Peter's GPU upgrade here. Yeah. 127% um, faster than your current GPU. Yeah. <laughs> Gucci gang. It's. It's still the 1080 Ti is one of the greatest graphics cards ever. It is still the 16th fastest graphics card. Wow, <laughs> out there right now, and it is released in Q1 of 2017. God <laughs> oh, damn! Beautiful time. 3080. Yeah, the 3080 is only 51 percent faster than it, which wow. is crazy. <laughs> new wave it was too good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> seriously it was too good so everyone who bought it 
just skipped Pascal entirely because the yeah. only car that was faster than it was the 2080 Ti, and it was like maybe 20 percent mm. at 4K. <laughs> sure, I mean if people don't want to buy it, I mean if they're not getting like a big performance jump, yeah, like, like why why even that's bother? The thing with PC gaming, like. I know it's it's nice and it's tempting. You hear yeah. the siren oh, song yeah. of the new hardware, <laughs> but if it's running your if your shit's running your games at the frame rates and resolutions you want, you don't have to spend any fucking money. That's the beauty of PC gaming. Like you yeah. can attempt to run on your shitty toaster a new AAA game. Yeah. It probably won't run, but you can attempt it. That's not a luxury you have with like an Xbox One. Like you can't like play whatever the new fucking game is yeah. the one new ps5 game the new P- yeah ratchet and clank <laughs> you can't play that on your ps3 can't do it all right so that's that's gaming news so um let's... excuse me i because i saw this tab wasn't open sir the switch pro came out oh or was right announced? Yeah, switch oled the switch OLED, pro guys. no switch pro There's i don't no... care what nintendo says okay I think there's still a Switch Pro coming. I don't think it's good. It's obviously not going to come out this year because they just announced the Switch OLED. Yeah. yeah. But the Switch OLED was not the Switch Pro. It no. does not have no. any hardware bump. So it, so the SoC that the Switch uses is no longer mm-hmm. being manufactured. So this will have a new revision of that SoC. So there would maybe be... I don't even want to say like a new 3DS XL to a 3DS XL bump uh, power because that was actually appreciable. It will maybe run like <laughs> two or three percent faster than the older switches, but it has an OLED now, so it'll. That's nice. They'll you, you'll get the same graphics. You'll get screen shinier. screen burning. Yeah, same resolution, um, same battery size, um. But Same it has an TV. it has an adjustable wide kickstand now. It has so. a wide kickstand, which you know, the surface existed at this point. They should have seen that coming. They should have done that from the get go. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah like but that would have cost money. So this whole thing. What? I mean, not a <laughs> they lot probably of money. made hand over fist, and they knew they were going to make hand over but fist Jake, money with that. It's not the maximum money. <laughs> it's not all the money. The Japanese is all about efficiency. Nintendo is not even a publicly traded company, I don't think, so they don't have a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders to make the most money. Let's not forget land ports. Oh, yes. Took a trip back in time to (laughs) fucking 1999 when land parties were a thing. Boxes and play Halo. Okay. So. If you, I'm learning a lot about these these guys right here that they're dirty heathens and they don't take their online gaming seriously. You gotta plug your wire in. Like we're plugged in here because if you're gonna game online, you want to have the most stable and fastest internet. Are we connection. plugged in? Oh, do you have a Wi-Fi antenna? Oh fuck yeah. Oh, that explains why your connection's so shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> the connection is shit. I have to run an Ethernet cable all the way up here somehow. And it's going to be. If, you, if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't want to run it up my stairs, Peter. Just get some fucking. You get the wall guide mounts. Yeah, you get the little. It comes, all comes in a kit. You get like 100 meters of that shit. You can actually. You can, it looks nice. So you I actually you have a couple options here. I don't know how good the wiring in your house is, but if it's like good copper wiring, you can get a power line adapter. Yeah. And 
you can just have it in there and, and so your the original plan electrical. was to have if you go in that closet there's a hole drilled down to the closet the coat closet in in the in the front of the house that was for Verizon so there was a Verizon hookup there before but which I should have done Verizon. so I might do this for a year and then after Comcast jacks up his prices I'm going to switch to Verizon right because I was lied to by Verizon, and they said Fios wasn't available in this area. So, that might be the next uh, option, is to do that. Yeah, but it does represent that Nintendo is starting to take online a little more seriously. I don't know if you've ever tried to play a Switch game online. <laughs> it's not great. It, I tried to play a game of Smash Ultimate online. <laughs> I had, like, 11 milliseconds of ping. I just, I just find it funny that it's just like Landport. It's Land like this parties. has been like standard on everything. And yes, it's it has been standard. It should have been on the regular. Switch. The only thing it's not standard on, I believe, is like MacBooks <laughs> because they have one you, port. Yeah, they, they have their their Thunderbolt port, and you have to get your dongle mm-hmm. on. You've got to get your dongle and then attach that to sixteen different wires and. Put your dongle into your dongle to have more ports. And it is $50 more expensive than the regular Switch. Um, I really wish this was, you know, 300 take the place of the new Switch price, and then drop the discount the Switch. The Switch has been out for how long, and it's still $300? It's still the MSRP. I get they don't do sales, but, like... I was about to say, there, there are five-year-old games on the Switch that are still selling for full retail price. It's insanity. And it's, we'll only put up with it because of Nintendo, and I don't understand how. I... Because there's Nintendo no competition. made a really smart choice, even though I thought it was a dumb choice at the time, and I will, I will wear that. Mm. But although, to be fair, the things I said about the Switch, or the NX at the time, that I thought were going to sink it, have largely been true. There hasn't been a lot of like. There's been third party support, but it hasn't been like current stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it comes it's to the Switch mobile games and three ports. years later, yeah. and it's a Switch port and it doesn't run as well. So a lot of the things I said that were going to make it a top sell as a home console have been true. So I will give myself a little bit of credit there. But they were smart because really the Switch isn't the Switch is in its own product category. It's not really competing with the PS5 or the Xbox Series X or S. It's it's competing with its with the 3DS more honestly, yeah. and they don't make 3DS games anymore, so they killed their own competition. Yeah. Yeah. There's no Vita. There's no alternative handheld mm-hmm. gaming platform, and the fact that you can run, granted a little watered down version, but a, a home console game on the go yeah. is appealing. Even if your battery life is only like four and a half hours. Yeah. But the 3DS XL's battery was also shit. Yeah. I don't know what they did with the battery technology they had for the DS Lite, but that thing would last a month. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, you know, the other thing is, is I do know, if, I do have a friend who I don't believe he plays that many games. He doesn't, he's not a big gamer, but they did buy a Switch, a Switch for their house, just for their, you know, family room. No living room, and when like they have people come week. over, yeah, <laughs> literally, I think that's that's another part of the like the target audience is people who aren't casually gamers, and who want to have this thing in their 
you know, for or parties and stuff like that. Casual gamers, yeah. Yeah, the the casual market has been Nintendo's bread and butter. Yeah. For the last three, well, the discounting the Wii U, the last couple, they they. Yeah. I mean, the Wii U wasn't marketed toward a hardcore gamers. Don't get me wrong, the Wii U just wasn't marketed. Like, yeah, Wii U was. <laughs> the Wii U was a a yeah, bad but... naming decision to call it the Wii U because in to focus so much of your shit on the gamepad because people thought the gamepad was just an accessory for the Wii. Yeah. And not its own new console. Let ah. me see. I'm trying to look at the... Uh... Did, the did, the, did it have like a console part of it or was it just the handheld? No, it was, there, was, there was the box. What did it look like? It looks like a... Did it look like a Wii or was it like a... It kind, kind of... Um, here, was I can, it like I can a, pull like it a one like a... I don't know, like a, my, my flex that I have in my living room was this little hub. Um, oh, yeah, so it is. Yeah, it's like a little hub. Yeah, it's... That just connects. It's uh, this thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, it was a, a nice-looking machine, and it was fully oh, backwards right. compatible. Dude, look at that shiny-ass plastic. Like thing, yeah. Um, I, was, I was thinking about casual gaming, and I tried to look it up, but... Um, it's Smug it's important like to kind of contextualize like the casualness of the console like one of the popular games that came out was Clubhouse Fifty One Games which was <laughs> you know that's the board game combo pack that you buy at the Walmart but for your Switch and I have that on my Switch and that's probably one of the most played games I have on there that and Breath of the Wild. My Switch has basically become my Slay the Spire machine. <laughs> <laughs> Because I can play it while I watch TV or whatever else yeah. I have to do. You just throw it on. You uh, go. If you look at my game log hours, it's like Slay the Spire in a huge commanding first place lead, and then Pokemon Sword, uh-huh. and then Mario Odyssey, <laughs> and then everything else. Yeah. So I was trying to look up what like what ranking that game was among all the other Switch games. When I look up Clubhouse 51 Games ranking, it's just the ranking of the games in it. Uh, <laughs> It's like, no, I don't need to know that Yahtzee is the, the best one. Not exactly what I was looking for. All right. Just like Black Widow wasn't exactly what we were looking for <laughs> at the movie theater. Oh, boy. Wait a... Man, start off Phase 4? Was it? Does I, it? Is this Phase... Like, I thought Phase 4 was, like, right after Endgame with the TV stuff. So... Well, the okay. end credit scene was after Endgame. So the weird part is... I believe I, if I'm understanding this article correctly, when they talked to Kevin Feige, they said the the TV stuff on Disney Plus does not is like not required watching for like Phase Four. Oh, that makes sense. So, because they're not gonna yeah. like they're not gonna like force people into watching this, but it is like supplementary to give like maybe background information, or you know maybe develop characters a little bit more because you know Wanda was a good character, but. She wasn't exactly the most developed, and WandaVision sure as hell developed her character. So when she comes in later and she has, you know, this kind of, you know, may, might be the villain, might mm. not be the villain, people are going to, who have watched this show, are going to have a little bit more character development. Same with, like, Loki, if we ever do more with Loki. Um, Which I don't know. I, feel like I don't know is, how you can do. I, I maintain that show is a vehicle for Tom Hiddleston, delivery to fangirls. Yeah, yeah, it is totally that. Um, I don't know what you would do with Loki further on in the broader. I, like, I, this ties back to every time I talk about Marvel, I'm just gonna have to repeat this. Like, 
I don't really know how Marvel is going to move forward. Like, I don't know what their the 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 purpose is. At I this think point. I I really think the show the movies are going to be mainly for like the bread and butter. Like they have their Marvel formula and they just continue to do that especially after seeing black widow showing its age for sure which i again after seeing black widow it's like it is getting tough long maybe we have to wait for you know the spider-man and dr strange the the ones i'm really excited for well the only one that really excites me is um dr strange because sam raimi is directing it Mm -hmm. and i know he is gonna do something that's a little bit different. A little off the wall. He's gonna put his Sam Raimi stamp on things. As and, much as he's allowed to. Yes, and Bruce Campbell's gonna be in the movie, so of course I'm gonna watch it. Um, and the Spider-Man, I, I've, I've liked what they've done with the newer Spider-Mans. I'm curious to see how they uh, continue on after Far From Home. Well, we still haven't seen a trailer, and that's really suspicious because I think that might mean that there's... The reason why we haven't seen a trailer yet is because the last episode of Loki hasn't come out yet. And that might give, like, some information into... Is he Madam Web like, at the end? I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. There, there might be, like, we might see Loki in the, in the Spider-Man trailer. Um, we might see different variants of, um, of Spider-Man, and then that's going to introduce, like... Cause, Variants have been brought up in Loki, and I think the purpose of Loki is really to set up how the multiverse kind of works, and why we hadn't really seen a lot of the stuff before, and yeah. now we are because Loki Loki was not to do spoilers into Loki, but there's a big, it's centered around the multiverse and right or yeah, lack thereof. Right? He's literally in the first episode. Mm, he, you're no. a variant. Yeah, he comes in. Yes. You're a variant, and the first episode is. Here's how the universe really works. Yes. Infinity stones are no longer the top yes. capstone. Yeah. Hey, look, our, our clerk has infinity stones in his drawer. Yeah. Because they don't. They... Sure, there was a lot of mindfuck moments. Um, Which I hate. Like, that's like the fucking... I know, that's immediately... The anime, like, well, second arc after the cool anime villain... And like they they have to make this, the the next villain so much stronger, you know. No, the okay. So the scene you're talking about is more because, not to get into too many spoilers, but I'll just basically the place that those Infinity Stones were in, basically all powers were turned off. Nobody yeah. had magical powers. Well, they say that in the first episode. Yeah. But Nobody had magical powers. Really so a spoiler. So point. those stones, those stones were not active, I guess. So they only could be <laughs> active in outside the TVA. Um, which I mean, this is all Greek to me. <laughs> Not yeah. watched a single episode of Loki. It, I, I liked it. I, I actually like it. I, Owen Wilson is surprisingly sure. refreshing. Oh, in, Owen Wilson is, is, good. is uh, is, you know, him working with uh, with Tom Hiddleston's great. But, like, uh, even in shitty movies, like what was that one he did with Vince Vaughn, The Internship? Oh yeah. And the, the that movie wasn't good, but there's a there's a scene I love in that movie where they're like doing an interview and they're like trying to like. Asking off people, question, like you find yourself in a blender, what do you do? And like they're shouting into the camera, and you just hear him say, "Lay back, enjoy the breeze." <laughs> yeah, it, and I think uh, you know, there's the the shows offer a little bit more of like 
they give you more time to do some like fan service stuff for it too. So, but that's that's the shows. Like the, that's yeah, the shows yeah. are separate. <laughs> they're gonna do experimental stuff like Loki and Wandavision, and they're gonna save the more formulaic stuff for the movies, the which movies. we saw. There's Black more Widow. money involved. You might be asking, what does any of this have to do with Black Widow? And you might. Uh, the answer is nothing really. No, nothing in Marvel has anything to do with this movie. Really. This movie yeah. doesn't need to exist. Yeah, it doesn't. It that's my the first review doesn't need to exist. We don't need it. Second review, bad technically. From a, yeah. from a technical and uh, art artistic level. They got the B team uh, green screen effect artists in there. They got you know. The ideas were pitched by just mail order idea guys who just said, "Yeah, explosions," and have people walk away from them. Yep. Um, it's like the script was written by the guy who who like he interned with the script team. And they're like, "Okay, I remember from training. They said Marvel characters need to quip, so we <laughs> need to put quips in here." And then the score director's like, "Wait, I thought we were doing a serious like." Down to Earth spy movie, so I made all the all the music really serious. There's not there's not one lighthearted track in this entire fucking movie. No, there is not. It, even though David Harbour's cracking wise, which I, I I appreciate David Harbour in this, but he he walked on set and said he won a sweepstakes competition and said you get to be your own uh, Marvel character. Yeah, it was like I didn't it didn't know what it wanted to be. It it was going to be like this dark gritty thing where they're talking. Literally, there's a scene. About, yeah. So we got Natasha's like sister, sort of not sister, talking about how they had to get a forced hysterectomy and yeah. have their organs ripped out. And she's explained this in detail, and it is it's fucking being sad for comedy. And 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 they did this before with Natasha in I think Age of Ultron, where she says, "I'm a monster. I can't have children. Like, don't. Mm. You, how could you love me like this?" And ooh. Socks beating the world. I mean, the best team in the AL beats the worst team in the AL. News at 11. See, that tone shift from that to talking about the Orioles happens many times in the movie. Like when David Harbour starts cracking jokes, the Red Guardian starts cracking jokes about after, you know, she's talking about these horrific things happening to her. Uh,. And it's just it's just weird. I mean, maybe it's just it was supposed to really play upon the. Like I can still fit into my old suit. <laughs> was it maybe it was supposed to play into like the whole idea of how you know he's this kind of tone deaf, fake dad? I guess that was part of it, but like there was no consistency to the character that would make you think that as someone watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Like you would. He's in. He contributes very little to the movie, other than yes. bits of comedy. Yeah, and so we're we're talking about him. Also, side note, I think they also cast him because um, he, they had a scene where the father figure needs to not be able to connect with the young female daughter in a cabin setting. And <laughs> things, like, That's the guy. That's, he's really good at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the reason we're talking about that is because um, the main character. Scarlett Johansson, who this movie is a vanity project for. Even yeah, but even before we start this movie, her character arc is complete. Yes, her her character is complete. This is not her. We don't. When we get into her last installment in Endgame, she's already like. There's not a character jump that we need to explain or fill in the gaps for. 
she just she it's it's a seamless as it should have been between those two movies because mm-hmm. she's a well established character like you know what you need to know about her yes we've never had a movie like diving into her backstory but really this movie wasn't that movie and it didn't do that she's had to she, she's also had a lot of time to shine in her other movies with Iron Man mm-hmm. 2 she may not have been the main character but we song. all we all fucking remember a lot of her scenes I haven't seen Iron Man 2 in years but I remember like her introduction, her, her, ridiculous introduction fight scene. <laughs> her walking down the hallway and doing those hot ass like flips and shit like that and like a lot of her other stuff after that when she would like nail down the uh, uh, I think she was the one who like cornered the bad guy and prevented him from like running away and stuff so like she had her times to shine multiple times in movies more than probably a lot of other people too so it's like to say that she wasn't like recognized in a movie and she had to have this movie to herself we had to explain budapest is kind of bogus to me the funniest part about (laughs) this too is like this movie i'm sure i'm convinced only exists because of fan pressure to give Black Widow her own movie because all oh, the other Avengers had their own movie except for Hawkeye. Yeah. No, yeah, and Hawkeye. Nick didn't. Fury. Nick yeah. Fury didn't have it. Um and well I guess the Agents of Shield guy got his show. Yeah, his T V um, show. Yeah. Well that was decanonized sort of <laughs> Well I mean, I think they're de I think they're sort of decanonized. Well that Wanda makes sense because it was kind of fucking weird for him to have died and then oh no he's not dead um he's he's starring this tv show i but, think loki confirmed that loki and wandavision confirmed that the that is not canon whatever uh my point being is that it's funny that there's so much pressure to give her this old movie to herself that she can star in yet she's not the focal point of this movie yeah <laughs> it's it's really a movie about her no. sister yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i remember and more of the memorable moments we're more with Yelena. I mean, she she also does the more sacrificial lamb move at the end too. Mm. Like the you know she trying to... to have the character arc moment. Yeah, she kills the fuck. Oh, spoiler alert. Okay, I guess yeah. Spoilers. Well, but... Yeah, sure. Fucking spoilers. Just don't go see the movie. We're getting it at home. Wait till it becomes free on Disney Plus. Honestly, I don't yeah, know. Don't pay to see this. Don't movie. pay to see this. Uh, I had zero emotional connection to anything in this movie. Um, I would. Nothing I would mattered. stop short of saying I was bored, but I really wasn't entertained. And when when things happened that were supposed to be emotional move moments mm-hmm. or shocking, like this is... we're in spoilers, so I'll say there's yeah. a scene in the beginning where she's hiding out, her generator craps out, she goes in town to get some more fuel, and she makes a turn onto a bridge, and a missile comes out of nowhere and blows the car away. That stop. was supposed to be shocking. I was not phased. Kristen jumped. We were laughing. Yeah. No, this is one of she those movies, jumped. I think, where you think about everything that needs to come together to make a movie. All Everyone needs to play their part in a production. That's why they're all there and why the fucking Vietnam War Memorial comes down every time you see the credits on a Marvel movie. <laughs> and this is the example of when it... This is what happens when they are not... When the production is not in concert, when it is not coordinated... All the little things are falling out of place. It really feels like the writer, the director, the VFX lead, and many of the producers never once 
sat in a room together <laughs> well, to talk about what this movie was supposed to be. I was going to say, well, Corona, but this was ready to go before... Yes. This, was, this was filmed, like, I think only the post-production dragged on into Corona times. Yeah, this was... I um, think this was filmed in, like, 2019 or... See, the Marvel, I mean, uh, yeah. unless Corona just fucking made Disney lose its mind. I mean, uh, let's, let's go to the series. Like, we've said this before. Like, Falcon Winter Soldier was, I think, supposed to come out before WandaVision. Um, that somehow got pushed back, I think, because of script stuff. Black Widow was supposed to come out before all of this because there's a moment in Winter Soldier where Julie Louise Dreyfus's character, we still, which we still don't know her name, Okay, um, Valentina. Oh, Valentina, yeah, Valentina. Um, I was just going to call like, her Elaine. Well, her... So we're not sure about her character. I think I think they're, everybody's anticipating her to she's, be Lady Hydra. She's shadowy figure. She's, she's supposed to be like Lady Hydra, which is like the remnants of Hydra that are still in the U.S. government. Um, and she's going to be the like the Nick Fury that puts together the Dark Avengers. I think that's what their name is going to be called. Okay. Because they have sure. U.S. Agent, and now they have Black Widow's counterpart, which is her so sister. So Black Widow was filmed between May 28th and October 6th of 2019. Yeah. Under the working title Blue Bayou. Blue Bayou. I'm sure that was just the Dumb. code name. Yeah. BB. BB. Um, yeah, so, yeah, she showed up in the post-credits as like, Yeah. I'm recruiting for the Dark Avengers project. I'm, I'm allergic to the Well, I think she already works for her. She, she, it seems like she already works for her at that point. Yeah, she said next um, target. So yeah, next target, you're not had... supposed to be talking to me on my time off, like, all this stuff. And then she shows up in Falcon Winter Soldier to recruit U.S. Agent, where she goes through more of the recruiting process, and she explains a little bit more of her ambitions. Which, can we say U.S. Asian is the fucking stupidest character name ever? Oh, sure. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you're supposed to like him. No. But. I, to be honest, you I, hate haven't, him. I still haven't seen Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's, I've seen half of it. It's all right. Like, it's okay. It's fine. It's it's whatever. It's a lot of the Marvel shows. They're, they're there and they're <laughs> not the worst TV shows you could watch. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, so, as... Again, as part of like things not coming together, like you said, the pacing is is off. The camera work itself is off. Like I, we were counting cuts. We were this was taken three levels. I was of hoping cinematography. I was hoping in a show focused on a character who's all about using like gadgets, gizmos, and and hand to hand combat. You would see some quality hand to hand combat and Scarlet gadgets and gizmos. Know how to fight. But like. <laughs> yeah. I I would almost be, I kind of wish they would have just like I don't know fucking green screen her face onto a uh, like I don't, uh, whatever other stunt person stunt is. person but like yeah and like a lot of it I mean they were they were good enough to avoid a lot of like the femme fatale tropes of the the ninety pound girl beating mm-hmm. up a bunch of agreeable stuntmen uh, they avo- largely yes. avoided that. Um, but there were a lot of weird, like, digital camera moves. Yep, the whole helicopter rescue scene, and it just oh like, that the ending with her Tarzan swinging on the on the off the helicopter with the no, flat, I, oh, that, I, I'm thinking aspect. about like when her sister Yolanda, uh, <laughs> Yelena, <laughs> fucking is doing her, her sneak mission. 
and she has to take down like the one the one inept guard in front of the security panel. Yeah. And she runs in and does whatever fucking takedown and it like cuts the slow-mo and does this weird like 35 degree camera move. Oh yeah. To like simulate momentum because I guess she's not fast enough to build the speed that was necessary to make that look believable. They all have the one move. They all have one move, and it's like wrap your thighs around their neck and twist They do a hurricane rana. Yeah. yeah. And they all have that one move. I feel like I've, I saw that 16 times in this movie. Where they jump over they and they wrap Guerrero and they taught him the hurricane rana. They got one move. That's it. That's it. And fucking the... I hate what they did with Taskmaster. I, I don't like yeah that, that was I mean that was very like it made sense to the movie but not to you the character. You could have done it with any other character. You could have just had it be this is this is new badass enemy character. Yeah. You didn't have to use Taskmaster. Really, none of the things that make Taskmaster Taskmaster were utilized at all in the movie. They showed him watching or, or her, I guess, watching mm-hmm. footage of people fighting. But they never, like, clearly showed differences in fighting styles or adapting to the fight. Right. There's never, like, that uh, moment where Tas- it's, like, yeah. fight style downloaded. Taskmaster's whole thing is he has photoreflexive memory. So as he's fighting someone, he sees their movements and figures them out. And there was really none of that in right. the movie. It I know was... that's, like, a difficult thing to choreograph maybe no, no it would have been it would have been so easy like yeah. instead of the scene where he's she is watching the task mistress i guess i guess we're gender bending and whatever um god this woke culture will they will they stop at nothing to remove the gender from taskmaster <laughs> um but even that's insensitive to sl- <laughs> but <laughs> But, like, instead of the scene where, like, Taskmaster was watching the the fight choreograph, why not have her be training a robot that mimics them and then counter those moves by watching the footage and then putting it to, like, action? Then you know, okay, they're not just mimicking, they're, like, countering, they're adapting, they're, adapting. Yeah. they're countering those the moves. The only, like, real, I guess, uh... Not lip service, whatever you would call the visual equivalent of lip service to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they pay to that is throws a shield like Captain America mm-hmm. and the claws did the claws like Black Panther and the Hawkeye boner, I guess. I did the sword like not no one, but like Ronan? beyond just showing like the claws for Black Panther, didn't really fight like T'Challa, didn't really fight like Captain America, no, just. Well, it was hard because in the movie, oh, so Bucky little. Too. It was Bucky, yeah. too. She was in the movie so little. And the yeah. fight scenes, there is so little of it. And there was so little of the, of the fight scenes, and they cut away during like all of the fight scenes. Like, the most, I think the longest fight scene that Taskmaster has is in the beginning, where it's basically just kicking Black Widow around for, yeah. for maybe a minute and a half. And that's the longest fight scene also thought she was a super soldier like the punches and like the kicks seem like punches and kicks of a fucking super soldier unless it was like maybe like a iron man suit that they copied well i don't know because fucking she was strong black widow was able to match strength with her 
more than the Red, Red Guardian, Guardian, who is actually a super soldier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that, that's the other thing, is that here's where I thought the entire time the we had a Red Guardian. So, so Red Guardian was like the Captain America counterpart who, you know, did whatever missions for Russia and then was jailed for whatever reasons because he, he wanted to reasons. Yeah, yeah, reasons. So um, my thought was this Taskmaster was going to know everybody, every like big political or big uh, enemy that she could ever have know their moves except for Red Guardian. You know what I thought the payoff and I was like, that was going to oh be? Oh my god, she wouldn't know Red Guardian's moves because he's been out of the game and he, there's no footage of him. That would have been clever. That like <laughs> yeah. That's why I thought this was going. And no, then, I thought they were going to do a lot of clever and shit too. And they threw they it didn't. away. And I'm like, no, that's and such a good fucking away. idea. And then another thing that they could have done is like the whole joke with Red Guardian is that he talks about having fought Captain America when he never did. But if Taskmaster fights like Captain America, like, he could have like gotten his chance to do that, and they could have like at least mentioned it. Hey, you finally got to fight Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they didn't even fucking do that. No. They did nothing clever with any then, of the concepts. They put her in a box. And then he could have been like, afterwards, he could have been like, I knew I could beat Captain America because he fights Taskmaster, who basically fights like Captain America. Except. Except they didn't do it. Because (laughs) why have good storytelling and clever ideas in a movie? They just had to do the bread and butter. We we took out our Marvel coloring book, our paint-by-numbers Marvel coloring book, and we colored in the scenes, Mm -hmm. and we threw in some some spy tropes from Mission Impossible and James Bond and and things that don't don't really coalesce together. Yeah, I'm waiting for the director's cut of this. That's going to be an hour longer, and it's going to have more David Harbor and more jokes about hysterectomies, and it's going to be better. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. So, like, okay. The yeah, I, I was going to say something about the plot, but now the plot was she's got to save the world from the from the red mist. The red room. Is has one scene. Is There's like, one shot in the entire movie. Also, every fucking location is told to you in big white letters. Um, Norway. In, in case you weren't paying attention and to times, the movie. Two oh, weeks later. Ohio. Yeah. Oh. Gratuitous shot of Scarlett Johansson's ass. Not a whole lot there, but there it is. Um Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess the plot can really be summarized as like Scarjo's on the run. Um, she gets sent. Well, that's really that's really like not super consequential to the plot. Like the main plot is that the fucking widows, made in this red room, Dragonov. Um, some some girl who fucking has no explanation to her purpose in the story has this Mm. chemical reagent that neutralizes. Well, she was mind control. Yeah, she was a rogue about which we had just ruined. She was a well, no, she was. So that character was like one of the first generation Black Widows who broke the mind control because before that they were doing it like Natasha where they would just do like propaganda, conditioning, and then get them on the side of like them. And then they converted that over to an actual chemical agent that like mind controls them. So the first generation of Black Widows were all And somehow this this leaked and they were able to develop a countermeasure. Yeah, she she was developing it in secret, this... Like anti uh, chemical to you know, break the mind control. And, like of the, the whole Widows. the whole crux of this movie with her sister, who is the real main character, um, is really born out of convenience. 
Like, yeah. if if they weren't such bad assassins and didn't get made instantly. <laughs> yeah, that um, one scene where they're, they're in sniper positions on the roof around, and they're like, all right, I've got the shot ready. Oh, we've been made. Yeah. And then, like, well, I mean, she goes to kill her, and then, like, right before she kills her, she gets spritzed with the thing, and then she carries forward the vehicle to, like, the drive the rest of the plot of the movie, mm-hmm. and if, like, she didn't, like, lean down and get sprayed with it, the whole movie ends there. It's, like, such a thin yeah. thing of convenience. Well, and I and understand also, that it happens in movies. I'm not trying to be CinemaSins here. Right. But it's... For an already... Already, like, why does this movie exist? Also, the entire reason why Natasha is, like, involved in all this is because she goes to the one safe room in Norway, mm-hmm. safe house in Norway, and gets sent the chemicals that lure, like, Taskmaster to her. Yeah, well, so, she gets then, the, it got sent to the safe house in Budapest, but her friend, who we've never met. What a fun joke that was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm glad we had that discussion. Um, her, her friend we've never met, who I guess is her fixer, uh, mm-hmm. was like, oh, I brought these from the safe house in Budapest, and it just happened to be among them. Yeah, and if that never was brought there, Taskmaster <laughs> would never go after her. Um, you know, she would have never have been dragged into this. Uh, Yelena would never have reached out to her or she would have to try other means to reach out to her because yeah. Taskmaster probably would have gone after her instead in Budapest and I don't know Brought some shit back, probably. I don't know. Dragunov uh, so would have just... enacted this plan at some point it, there was a time pressure oh and Dragunov the, uh, in a long history of forgettable Marvel villains it, perhaps the most forgettable remember when he pulled out motivation at two seconds before he died where he's like I was like, "What is what is your motivation? You, you're like, just an asshole." He's like, "Okay, I'm just an asshole." Just also, power. there are too many women in the world. Earth's natural resource that we have too much of: women. Gorils. Yup. Because. Uh, okay. First of all, even if you think of like it on a biological perspective, that's not true. <laughs> if anything, there's too many men. I think women are are slightly because more... for like population increase, like. You need more, you need you need more women than you need men because a man can just procreate with a bunch of women, and then they have to wait nine months. So you could take away more of the men and just have them procreate with the women. There. Okay. So you Welcome can to eugenics with look. Jake. <laughs> what I'm saying is, you need to kill men instead of women. I don't think that. Was, I think the. I don't really know that's that the, that that's was kind of what they were trying that's to what say. I got. <laughs> that's what I got out of this. And I like that idea. <laughs> I think it was... Noted. That was the Noted insult later, take. <laughs> that was the insult take, right? <laughs> I guess. I don't I don't really know what his uh, <laughs> motives were. Well, just... just I don't know. That's just a weird line, too. He's like, I'm going to be... Even for Russian. Here. Yeah, that was, <laughs> it was just thrown in there. It was like, oh, I'm just taking advantage of Earth's natural resource that we have too much of. It's like, oh, women. no, she's going to hit him. We or did gotta, he say girls? We gotta make, he said girls. Oh. Uh, we got to oh. make him seem a little more uh, Creepy. misogynistic. Girls. Girls. Too many, too many little women girls. Women get it done. Girls get it done, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, he's doing that shit. There's a scene where he, like, shows... It. They do the scene from Avengers where... Natasha acts like she's, um, you know, losing, and and she's been made, she's caught, and Which, if he, he reveals her that. Shouldn't he have known the jig? 
He reveals his entire plot to her. Yep. He's like, this is how I control all the girls. Here's where they all are. Here's, Here's my password. And this uh, is, it's it, my birthday. It's even worse than that because he, he takes her fucking gun. And, like, she's insulting him. He starts, like, hitting her. Like, you know how this pheromone shit works because you, you designed it. Mm-hmm. If you really want to teach her a lesson, just shoot her in the fucking leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then she's not dead. She's still suffering. You the whole the thing. <laughs> well, even her plan didn't work. Like, hubris beyond belief. Her plan was to get him to break her septum. So she would, he would break the pheromone and then, trap. And then she's like, oh, my plan didn't work. I guess I got to headbutt the table. <clears throat> Good thing I can move. another way to fucking dunk on him. Because he's like, oh, yeah, you were too weak to fucking break my nose. <laughs> and, then, and then after... She just kind of CGI's her nose back oh together. My, that was so fucking like awkward. And, <laughs> and she moves it like it two feet to the right. You hear you hear the sound pond five. And there's so, no there's no more snapping. blood that comes out. And like as a guy who's had to have his nose reset after breaking it, there's a lot more blood that comes out when they re-break oh, it. Oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> Though this is a Disney production, they couldn't have too much blood. Also, the little kitties would have to the, go home. The, the brain nosebleed, which means they're, yeah. they're using brain powers. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, we had the fucking Stranger Things Ohio setting and the Stranger Things cabin scene. And the Stranger Things Russia lab scene. So we might as well have had the Stranger Was Things nosebleed. Was this Stranger Things Black Widow? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean... We did. There was a lot of stuff like that. There was a lot of like mind control stuff. Especially, yeah, they were in power. They're in the writers' room, and they're like, "All right, we've got the hysterectomy. We've got the hysterectomy joke. We've got the Budapest joke. I don't know what else to fill in." And David Harbour's like, "I'm ready to start casting." That. Wait a second. Wait a second. He shows up. and He's like, "Hey guys, I'm, I'm really happy to be working with you on this. I brought some Tim Hortons." And they're like, "That's it." <laughs> Tim, Tim Hortons? No. Stranger Things. Is David Harbour Canadian? I don't... Maybe. Why, why the Tim Hortons? Because it's good coffee, from my understanding. Well, I mean, it's just because it's only in, like, Canada and, like, New York. And I'm from New York. I grew up... There were Tim Hortons there, okay? It's a chain I, look, that I'm familiar with. Like, all I'm saying is you bring that up in a Canadian writer's room, or a California writer's room, and they're going to be like, what the fuck? What's a Horton? Horton, here's a who? No. Um, Duncan. Duncan. Starbucks. Dunkachino. <laughs> he's Jack an American. Jack and Jill had a better plot than this film. Yeah. I... Oh, he's from White Plains, so he would know about Tim Hortons. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, remember when this movie ended and they just kind of all walked away? They were just like, all right, I guess we're done. I wanted to walk away at that They point didn't even too. know where to end the movie. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, there this was, was no also but The last shot of the movie is just her turning in the camera. Like, like here, oh. here's your hero shot, Dude. Black Widow. I also remember the end of this movie was like in the majority of the trailers and people were trying to pick apart like all this stuff and be like, where does this fit in in the movie? Oh my God. Is this like the middle where Thunderbolt Ross is like, oh, Thunderbolt Ross is going to do this for that. Oh, Thunderbolt Ross. He was in the movie for a fucking cunt hair second (laughs) and it was so not important. So much of this movie was not important. This whole movie was not not important. important. Yeah. You could skip this and it would have no bearing on your this, your your enjoyment of also, any this subsequent was, Marvel this movies. This was literally how did Scarlet how did Black Widow get blonde hair and a vest? And a vest. They also were like, how did 
Also, at the end of the movie, she like she turns on her tracker to get Thunderbolt Ross to like come into the red room and be like, "Oh, we we found the red room. We're taking down these Russian people." But like, it was after they crashed. How is she going to turn herself in? They already taken down the red room. They already taken down the. Which it would have been again. They wasted an opportunity to do something clever, where it's like, oh, we're outmanned and outgunned, because this is a spy movie. This, yep. Ostensibly, this should be a spy movie, not like a big, stupid action movie. So, it becomes a big, stupid action movie, because they bring in fucking reinforcements. They're like, we're going to play the sides against each other, because we're outgunned. Mm-hmm. We will have Ross show up with his but, fucking strike force. But no, they single-handedly They took single-handedly took down the whole fucking Red Room. Four people, or three people, because fucking Red Guardian didn't do jack shit in the entire movie. <laughs> no, the the person who took down the Red Room was Milena, the mom. Because yeah. she shot a grenade at the fucking the mom, engine. Who, the, looks, the, who looks younger than Scarlett Johansson does. As, as the fucking guards come they put in some because crow's feet on the eyes. Remember when the guards decided that you have to touch them with the barrel yes, of the gun? They all show with the gun. Like this is a shoot on sight situation. I don't yeah. know why they're just slowly walking towards. Huh? Them. She's in the engine room with a grenade launcher rifle. We better get really close to her and let her explain herself this is like to a turn her in. When, when all the long range fighters started running across like, the airport. She she's also started. a secret agent gone rogue. She's gonna. Like, I don't fucking know, dude. I, like, I, I understand. Up on again, it's a movie. It's a trope in movies. But like, even in most of those, like, there was no point to having them slowly walk up. No. Like you could have done very quickly the cuts where she looks up and looks down and then fires the grenade while they're shooting at her. You can just mm-hmm. do it real quick where she's yeah. like, "Oh shit, they're shooting at me!" Boom, and then we move on with the fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, goddamn, you... the shield agents showed less chill. Or show... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, they were shooting at David Harbour and the kids yeah. <laughs> trying to escape on an airplane. They were like, we're fucking taking these guys down left to right. And here the Red Room agents are like, no, let's see if she has a, a good idea. She's got her hands up. She's surrendering. We would get in trouble for shooting a woman. <laughs> let's not. Let's not shoot yeah, that's, I think the only <laughs> reason they revealed the Taskmaster to be his daughter was to avoid the appearance of man on woman violence. <laughs> and that's probably why Red Guardian couldn't fucking hit her. Because <laughs> man on woman violence. Oh no, we can't do that. We just have that reveal. Remember how Taskmaster had a fucking Matrix port? And then yes, he was fucking Neo. Yeah. And there was no, no uh, fucking utilization of that at all. Yeah. There was no photoreflexive memory. He just downloaded fucking fighting. It was literally the Matrix where it's like you know kung fu now. <laughs> you know kung fu. Yeah. Um, and then there was that that arc where she's like, "I killed, I killed someone's daughter." The the international oh, yeah. murderer, spy avenger. I killed that the, guy's daughter. I, I feel to, so guilty. That. that was the red on her ledger. All the she's all the red on her ledger. All the people I killed as a fucking ledger. assassin for the Russian government, but this one girl I had to kill. When I defected the shield, that that really weighs on my conscience. Fuck, fuck this movie. This movie sucks. So you're telling me in all the other kills that she's had, there was never any collateral never, damage? Never, never, no collateral damage. Never in a sea chase, not in a flying fortress, crashing down to almost twice if you count the Avengers. It's not like there's a character in a Spider-Man movie whose sole arc was the collateral damage from the work that the Avengers do <laughs> ruined my life. 
That this, doesn't exist. This time it fell on a, on a on an open field though. Yeah. So it's okay. Just really, really had to make sure there was there was nothing around here. Uh-uh. You know, you know what would have been a better writing is that if she said we have to wait for the red room to get away from this town before we drop it out of the sky. Then no, that would be Jake, like, oh, Jake, she actually too cares much about like collateral Sokovia. damage now. That'd well, be too much you know like what? Ultron. Oh, flying fucking <laughs> city falling on the... Jesus uh, <laughs> Christ. I'm, I'm so fucking done with this movie. Because <laughs> the more I talk about it, the more angry I get at it. Yeah, right it's, it's a shitty fucking movie. Don't see it. And we spent money on it, too. We did spend real, real world dollars. Those are real dollars that could have gone towards drugs or to something. booze, yeah. Or weed. <laughs> <laughs> Or whores, prostitutes. Hot dog. The game later today. Actually, I don't think the concession prices in Baltimore are that bad. We'll sneak in some salons. I got some salons in the fridge. We can sneak in those of our hoo has. (laughs) Right. So that there will be no stream tonight. Uh, Obviously, that'd be very difficult to make happen. We will stream MLB the Orioles Mm -hmm. versus the White Sox. You can find it, or the White Sox. you you Uh You can check out our stream of that. Uh, on your TV at uh, MASN. <laughs> We're so going to be streaming that on Twitch. If you're in the Twitch. greater Baltimore area, you can, oh, if you're remote, uh, MLB.TV. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll see you uh, next week for more Saturn Studs action. Check out SaturnStuds.com for all your needs and links to all our shit. You can check out the VODs of last week's stream if you want to... Uh, Feel like you're watching a live stream? <laughs> yeah. Go watch. Go to the YouTube channel and watch our fucking re-uploads. We're halfway through Divinity <laughs> on that. All the all the episodes are in the can and uploaded to YouTube, though. All forty nine of them. An hour, uh, an average length of an hour and thirty minutes. Yep. So uh, let's let's do a little calculation. Fifty times one point five. That's. Seventy-five. 75 so, yeah. Seven hundred fifty hours. Um, no, I think it's seventy-five, 75 hours. Seventy-five hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say seven hundred fifty hours. I don't think I've ever. Like, I don't think league. we played that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roughly seventy-five hours of content. <laughs> oh, it's a veritable speed. We weren't right playing on my wedding night. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. I can't yet. <laughs> can't, can't. I got, I got. We gotta beat Lucian. We're having a land party here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we gotta kill him before he turns the Brachus Rex. <laughs> All right, everyone, be well. Stay safe. Party like it's 1995. Peace. Bye bye.